Greetings and salutations and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the turbulent dreamlike depths of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie uh, Freemius Bandersnatch Bellicon, Sam Fulminus Adacatch Burns, <laughs> And Ellie Voluminous Badger Hatch Sparrow. I mean, I would like you to define a badger hatch for me. It's basically like a... No, a set is a group of badgers. Like a little burrow. But it's voluminous. I assumed it was a badger's vagina. Um, (laughs) That's fine. It was somewhere else on a badger. Oh, where else on a badger? I'm curious. (laughs) The arse. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Good old 15 plus ratings. Ah, I love being an explicit podcast. Imagine if we weren't explicit. Yeah. Oh, no. God, we can be far too rude. It's been three and a half weeks since been we recorded. Fucking Has it been ages. that long? Yep. Yeah. How do you do this? to Jason for not, do, uh, for not going down the Benedict Cumberbatch route with all of that rhyming. Well, you mean Badger Snatch. I mean, that's the same thing, yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> badger Snatch. Basically. It's a, mm. a new one, yeah. Yes. <laughs> On the subject of... Um, uh, or well, not Benedict Cumbersnatch. Uh, what? No, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, it's oh, God! Well, wow, Freudian slips there. <laughs> um, oh, Robbie's not touring anymore. Yeah, I'm unemployed. <laughs> Robbie Watch is officially over. Yes, so season one of Robbie Watch yes. uh, is done. Yes. Yeah. We hope um, there's a season two. <laughs> maybe. This week on Robbie Watch, she's over there. <laughs> <laughs> She's in her house. <laughs> I already did that, actually, in one of the announcements. But, um, yeah. Uh, also, um, this episode, the players are starting at a bit of a disadvantage uh, compared to the listeners, because um, you will have seen the episode title and the players have not. And I'm not going to say anything else about that yet. Oh, God. That's ominous. I'm so, so worried. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, speaking of foreknowledge of what Shopping may be episode? to come... <laughs> this week on Shopping and Succulents, uh, episode 31. <laughs> we um, buy plants. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> sounds lovely. It's the gardening episode. Uh, speaking of foreknowledge of uh, shopping for succulents, as the case may be, uh, it's time that we ask Future Us, what messages have you from the present? Hello, it's Future Jason here to tell you about dice and troubles yet to come. Let's start with that sponsor message. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly die subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you'll receive a set of 7 premium dice and one randomly selected bonus die every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is the Shattered Ruby. That's right! After several weeks and one trip up Mount Kilimanjaro, Libris Arcana have finally exhausted the Sonic Boom! and drawn up a new dice set from the still-beating heart of the Earth. The first of two sets before they begin production of their own lines of custom dice. The Shattered Ruby is a miniature dice set, about half the size of a regular set, but with just as much fun packed into their tiny forms of scarlet and gold. 
Each shattered ruby set is of course made from a single ruby. Warning, may not actually be a ruby. Warning, probably not actually a ruby. Warning, Jason is given to telling lies. Which has been lovingly sundered on the anvil of the titans by none other than Shattered Ruby herself. Shattered Ruby started out in the furious forges of Copper Blazers, apprentice to a skilled forge master and also to a gem cutter for many years before a brief stint in boat murdered. However, after a mishap involving a magma cannon and rampaging elephants, Ruby was sundered, as so often happens, into seven parts. Her pieces were taken to the frozen fortress of Nist Akath, where harsh discipline and the ice set her once again into a single being. And it is by this process of heat, shattering and disciplined freezing that Shattered Ruby produces the dice that bear her name to this day. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at One Shot Onslaught during the break this episode. We now have a coffee page! You can head to ko-fi.com slash flintlocksandfireballs. There'll be a link in the episode description. You can just click that. And if you're feeling generous, why not buy us a coffee? Coffee is an ad-free, subscription-free way to give a one-off donation to artists you love with no strings attached, with donation amounts measured as cups of coffee. And if you can't donate, don't worry. We still love you. Our content's free for a reason. But if you can share the coffee page with others, we'd really appreciate that too. And now, back to you, Past Jason. As for you, listeners, hold on to your butts. This episode gets weird. So all of my plants have died except Harriet, who is a cactus. I mean, oh, that's, no. that's not That's news. not news. That's just this normal <laughs> state of things. I'm not a good gardener. Yeah, Harriet Jason, a new plant. Boo. Oh, I've had Harriet for years. Robbie has all the gardening powers for this mm. party, um, and very little garden, life. unfortunately. Oh, oh. It's very slim. <laughs> it's about a foot wide. Oh, no, it's you. a window box, isn't it? It's the length of my house, but it's a foot wide. Oh, grow oh. as many shrubs and small bushes as you can. No more I'm courgettes grow peas then. this year. Peas and oh, peas, peas work. Plant. Your peas were amazing when you yeah. bought peas. They're so tasty. I love They're peas. They're so good. Mm. But I bought a fern in oh. Morrison's. But yeah, Robbie has all the gardening for this party. Um, actually, Sam, like, what? I don't know if you can garden. Not particularly. I, I, <laughs> I don't make a habit of it. That's more my dad's domain. But no. um, I have a garden. <laughs> but Jason, on the other hand, um, cannot keep yeah, any plants no. alive. Uh, things that are t- the things that I touch die. Yeah, except for Harriet, who's immortal. Yes, um, Harriet I have had for at least five years, and when she dies, I will be cripplingly sad. Speaking of uh, depressing attitudes towards things dying and despair... Uh. <laughs> uh, it's time for... A long rest. A long rest. Please, please. <laughs> I mean, actually, I'm fine. I don't know what I'm talking about. You two, fuck you. <laughs> it's time for Flintlocks... And fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, 
on flintlocks and fireballs. The party, after being stranded in the northern forest, or well, the great forest, in fact, of Meadmere, trekked for the better part of several weeks, uh, a good solid two weeks, in fact, two and a half, to fight, uh, passing through an ancient dead city and down to the court of the mysterious Fey Prince Anwen. After performing three tasks, and which may or may not have lasting consequences for the world as we know it, uh, the party <laughs> were Oops. granted access to Anwen's gateway, a portal that led into the Dreamfold. The land where dreams happen, or at least somehow tangentially related to that. The party were brought there with their guide, uh, Gnomish Taylor, Fighty Gubbinswick, uh, and were separated pretty early into uh, that particular quest, with Fighty falling down a chasm and briefly being Gandalfed, uh, <laughs> while the rest of the party went into a labyrinthine hedge maze, where they were further separated by uh, a ridiculously uh, prone to laughter minotaur and shifting uh. hedge maze walls. On one side, Corzin and uh, Scamp met up with an impossible figure, seemingly the form of Stringer Smith, Corzin's old shipmate and uh, serial killer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> And we'll cannibal, don't forget that bit. And cannibal. <laughs> All accurate descriptions thus far. <laughs> uh, which the party had previously very much killed again. Uh, the Nevertheless, offering to serve as a guide or ally of sorts, Smith, for want of any better descriptor, was able to lead them through several horrifying locales, uh, through what one might call the more nightmarish side of the Dreamfold, in order to try and reach the river. On the other side of the Divide, Celestia, unbeknownst to the others, and their adventures unbeknownst to her, had a much less combat-heavy time, uh, but may not have emerged without emotional scarring, after spending some time with the entity known as Jet, a denizen of the Dreamfold, in some way intrinsically linked to the Sphere of Desire. After receiving an offer from Jet to stay, and being sorely tempted, Celestia elected to pass on beyond the Palace of, of Desire and down towards the river. All three groups Celestia, Corson and Scamp, and inexplicably piloting a gondola and wearing a straw hat, <laughs> Fighty Gubbinswick, <laughs> met back up just as the 13 gongs were sounding that spelled the end of night. The three of you find yourselves rushing desperately towards a shimmering multicolored portal beyond which you can just see what looks like some sort of paved village square perhaps with the glim rays of dawn just starting to uh, to rise above all three of you burst through 
All four of you. Fachi's there as well. All four of you. First. Um, uh, five. Jeffrey. <laughs> Come on. Let's not forget Jeffrey. Let's not forget Jeffrey. As uh, one of us always said, drink every time we forget Jeffrey. <laughs> um, Take a shot. All five of you emerge. Uh, suddenly the air going from the actually strangely temperate and slightly spicy uh, atmosphere by the river. Uh, that strange river of multicoloured water, and passing suddenly into the cold, chill air of what feels like some sort of high-altitude location. As you look around, you can see there's here and there small, like, drifts of snow over the ground. And you look up and you can see there are mountains above you. There's some... This whole place, you, you can... It feels like you're maybe somewhere up in the high mountains not really clear there's obviously some sort of valley around you and you can just make out that there is somewhere behind behind the where the glimmering arch of the portal is there are deciduous green trees flaked with snow uh signs of some sort of uh just you know the the, the signs of recent snowy weather in keeping with what you've undergone uh, in Meadmere. But the trees are different. You're definitely out of Meadmere here. And the villages, the village here seems to be filled with uh, beautifully, quaint, but beautifully constructed uh, little cottages with aggressive fretworking all along the beams of wood wherever possible. What's fretworking? Uh, where you do elaborate like scroll works and designing into wood where you carve it into it. So that oh, cool. You see it a lot in Bavarian villages. When you oh, think of, yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're thinking of like Sound of Music style, like, you know, up in the mountains visit village, you're in exactly the right cool. <laughs> frame of mind here. The the houses you can just see in the in the coming dawn light, which is now rising. Uh, the sun is just peeking over the hills. You can see are brightly painted blues and yellows and reds and pinks. Um, there is some. Uh, there is a statue of a figure in the uh, in a little fountain in the center. But as you step through, you just you look and you see. Uh, Fighty's face pales. He just he he like all the color drains from it. Oh shit! Oh shit! We have to get out of here. We have to get out of here. You turn around. The portal as this first as a ray of dawn light strikes the portal, it winks out of existence, just leaving a a, a stone archway behind you. Oh Lassie, no. What the fuck's wrong? Where are we? Where? Where in? And at that moment, one of the doors bursts open, and you see a baker step out into the street carrying a, a just carrying a basket full of small loaves and you hear him call wait visitors there are visitors and suddenly other doors start springing open all around the place and different people come out and it's uh, and all these vaguely sort of provincial looking individuals like oh, visitors visitors quickly quickly and you notice some of them are bringing little fiddles uh, someone has a drum someone appears to have an offerclyde and as the slide is beginning to, to to filter down a figure steps out from just from behind a building uh, in some of the most bizarre garb you've seen outside of Fighty's wardrobe. Um, a figure, tall, oh, human, 
tall, willowy-limbed, with a purple uh, velour jacket, cream trousers, a purple and cream waistcoat with floral patterns on, a giant yellow bow tie, an orange top hat, frizzy auburn hair, and a long black cane with a silver head. He grins, he smiles, and uh, uh, and he does a flourish of a bow. And then, as the light strikes you, he begins to sing. So well, come to Jemothy. We have fun in Jemothy from daybreak until the like sunset. You won't find in Jemothy. Piece of life in Jemothy. Away from all of your regrets. We are not in the dreamful. This is the worst place we could be. In our quiet town, we are here for your frowns. A place for the weary to stay. On the edge of dreams, everything is as it seems. All is well in the light of day. You'll be safe in Jemothy. Have faith in Jemothy. No No need now to worry your friend. By the way, while this is happening, other people are joining in. They're like providing backing vocals. Several people have started a dance routine. The baker has taken his 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 little um, bread rolls out and is now juggling them. Uh, you see a butcher with several cleavers shoved into his uh, apron emerge with two strings of sausages on sticks and starts waving them around like streamers. Sing along in Jemothy, can't go wrong in Jemothy, you'll be safe here until the sun sets. And when darkness comes, we'll be safe in our beds. Lock up your doors and you won't wake up dead. If you keep in line, there'll be nothing to fear. And when you wake, you'll be full of cheer. In our town of Jemothy, did we mention Jemothy? He's the founder of this lovely place. And the uh, and the singing figure gestures to the uh, to the statue of the fountain, and you can see it is in in some sort of white stone, almost a replica of him. Like, the features are different, but it's clearly dressed in the same outfit, top hat, long coat. Jaunty uh, bows. A jaunty bow tie. Uh, <laughs> oh, to tie to the cane. Uh, by the packs that he made from the nightmares we're safe and we live here in comfort and grace. So if you are wondering why we sing this song, it's so while you're here, nothing will go wrong. These tunes drive away the despiser of song and keep him where he belongs. So have fun in Jemothy. Keep shtam on Jemothy. This town is a secret most close. Don't you speak up, Jemothy, or how to get to Jemothy, or we'll beat you and leave you morose. You notice at this point the butcher is juggling is juggling his cleavers and is giving you very pointed looks. Don't go okay. into the woods, they'll harrow your blood. Leave only by light of day. Until then you'll find safety in our friendly town. A place you can work and play. So, and at this point, everyone just comes together, and there's this big unison chorus. Oh, God. The, the 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 brass, several brass instruments are playing, including an offerclide, uh, just going bum, 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 in the background. <laughs> Fucking hell! So, welcome to Jemothy. You'll oh, have fun stop. in Jemothy from daybreak until the sunsets. You will find in Jemothy peace of mind in Jemothy, away from all of your regrets. 
and he just spreads his arms in a wide uh, in a wide display. Several people perform poses. They hold them for a four five seconds. I'm just gonna lean down to Scamp and Corson and go, um. So I'm taking it this isn't like a normal thing on the surface that I've just missed, is it? And no. at that moment, everyone breaks out of their phases and several members of the band just continue quietly playing uh, to the uh, while while this is going on. Uh, yeah, while you move on, uh, but everyone apart from the fellow in the top hat uh, starts. They just sort of break out their poses and sort of chat idly chatting to each other about how the song and dance routine just went. Uh, just return to their lives. Like, oh yes, that was very good. Oh yeah, yeah, I think that went well today. What the fuck is happening? Well, this is what I've heard happens when you drink far too much wood alcohol. Fighty, are you sure we're not still in the dreamfold? No, this is the town of Jemothy. Oh, I really reached my weird threshold about three days ago. Fucking <laughs> hell. The, yeah. And the figure oh. go, the figure calls out to you. So my friends. No. If you have questions, be sure to ask them of me. I'm sure that I can answer them if they'll make you happy. Um. Do you always have to sing like that? Oh yes, that is my job. To sing and to banter. For my name and title is Gemma the Chanter. Right. Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Um. Why? Is this happening? <laughs> it's a really good question. <laughs> Why? Well, long ago, you see, when this town was founded by Jimothy, there were terrors that came out of that gate and hunted such folks as you and me. But Jimothy was smart. He made many a pact with horrible creatures to protect us from attack. But those only apply to such folk as me who bear the name of Jemothy. So for those who don't like you and your friends, we sing these fine songs to keep you safe and sound at the end. For you see, there's a monster that lives there in the wrong. They call him the despiser of song. And there is nothing he hates more wit than fortune. And of course, a happily sung tune. Right. Uh, right. That's bizarre. So are you in more danger if we're here? Oh no, you see, we love having visitors. You bring us such comfort and wealth. But we keep up these songs to keep you safe, because the woods are a hazard to your health. The woods are bad. Oh yes, the woods are bad. And there's a song to that effect. We can't keep singing during the night. Right. Because people have to sleep, they can't keep up with fight. But if you should stay in our lovely inn, nothing will harm you while you remain in. Right. Now I regret to say, you can't leave straight away. There's trouble that has rather come to pass. You see there was a snowfall that blocked the nearby pass. 
And we are trying to clear it, though it is a pain in the ass. And it may well take the rest of the day. But of course, in the meantime, you are welcome to stay. Right. We should just keep talking to this guy all day. <laughs> I need alcohol. <laughs> I, I have a Jimothy, medical need for a drink. Jimothy directs you, and you can see where, where, his, where his hands follow. He, he gestures. There is uh, a, a, an expansive-looking tavern uh, with a cheerful label written above it. Jimothy's. Right. Is everybody is everybody here named Jimothy? Of course, the name you see is what keeps us safe from everything that us would like to eat. Right. Um, doesn't and do you that... have to be called Jimothy from birth, or can you change your name to Jimothy? Oh, you can change your name, but beware of that tract. For the name of Jimothy is a sternly sealed pact. Fuck. And once you take it on, you can never take it off. So it's not like a hat that you can just don and doff. Well, my name might be Jimothy. Your name is Chush. No, your name isn't Jimothy. Don't go down that hole. (laughs) Um... Doesn't it get confusing, though? Like, if you have seven children and all of them are called Jimothy, isn't that upsetting? Do you, do you have identifiers? Are you like, oh, Jimothy with the red hair, or Jimothy with the you fat see, arse, or whatever? Series, there are a series of children uh, playing around the fountain, <laughs> and uh, Jimothy Chanter points to them and goes, Oh, there's red Jimothy, there's blue Jimothy, there's Jimothy who can't do his socks, there is a Jimothy who likes to throw all manner of rocks. Um, um, we're either the red or blue Jimothy. Do... <laughs> I have a question out of character. We're either the red or blue Jimothy, red or blue in any way. Uh, yeah, red red <laughs> Jimothy has gin- is ginger, uh, and blue Jimothy wears a par- has just has a really nice blue scarf. You guess it's probably their favourite. Actually, all of the kids are in really nice clothing. Mm, Everyone okay. here is in really good clothing. Like you know, a friend of mine. it's kind of provincial, but like mm. you know, like in terms of style, but it's all very well made. And Jimothy, oh. who can't do his socks, would you name that at birth? Because that seems a little unfair. I don't think many babies can do socks. What if he learns to do his socks? How will anyone call him down for dinner? <laughs> I think that there is some confusion about this information. You see, we get by with a lot of intonation. Right. What, so you can be Jimothy if you want to. You see one person comes by. Hello! Good day! My name is Jimothy! <laughs> Fuck. Jason, you are a treasure. We <laughs> should just keep talking to the man. The singing guy the whole time, so Jason has to sing. Yes, oh, for four hours, I'm up for this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jason knew this when he got it, when he decided, let's have the musical episode. <laughs> Oh for fuck's sake. So yeah. why is the why is the scary monster thing afraid of the name Jimothy? Well, Jimothy was an adventurer fine who slew many beasts in the day and his time. And there were many who learned to fear him. 
So they made pacts to make sure that he'd pack it in. And those pacts still stay, although he is gone. For the weaving widow carries the pacts on. She lives in the woods, she keeps us all safe. It's why no one can find us if they don't know the way. Do you not get tired? You see, there's a moment where the facade <laughs> almost breaks. <laughs> I've been training for this job since I was but we. And I'm carrying it on, though I am 30. And you see that, like, a couple of the uh, of the band who are still playing in the background start, start to retune and change for a more tragic song. Does he look thirty? <laughs> um, he kind of looks kind of in, indiscriminate. Like it's he could be anywhere between like twenty and forty five. It's kind of hard to tell. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't just look exhausted. What race is he actually? Human. Oh, human. Yeah, yeah. So if. These details you're sure you want to know. I'm sure I could sing you my tale of woe. Yes. <laughs> I mean, a thousand percent. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. I didn't think this through. This is the dungeon master singing a song here to you. <laughs> <laughs> Coulson actually does have a, qu- a question at this point. Like, we've come across certain individuals uh, on our travels whose name is also Jimothy. Does that mean that uh, they were all, well, they, they all came from here or that they're named after here or what? Most likely they may have been born here and left or were given the name so one day could return. But that's the sort of way. Of all who are from here cleft, we like to leave a path home for uh, for generations unburn. He kind of shrugs a little at that last particular half run. <laughs> <laughs> but I can sense you're tired. You're in need of good rest. If you head o'er to Jimothy's, then maybe you can get some fine breakfast of some kind, maybe a small beer. And don't forget, of course, an extra helping of good cheer. Ugh, I feel a bit sick. Um, I have one more question. So, icing, that's not an offer. <laughs> um, what would happen if I sung here? Would it like throw off the groove of the place? On the contrary, you're welcome to sing a pretty song. We always love visitors who are happy to sing along. Um, if I sung, would I ever be able to stop? Or would that be like my life now? Because that affects whether I will or not. <laughs> While you are here in Jemothy Town, we play all this music so you do not frown. You do not have to sing while you're in this land, but if you cross out, you must be your own band. If you go into the woods at night, be sure to keep song. 
if you want to void fright, for the despiser of song is ever waiting, and music is all that will drive away him. Well, it's a good thing I've got so many fucking instruments then, isn't it, really? Um, I can play the triangle. I can't play the triangle. I I made that up. (laughs) (laughs) Can Coulson do a nature or a history check to see if he has any idea what this despiser of song might be? I'm not even doing it. I mean, like, at this point, that's almost, that's probably an arcana check. All right, Arcana, I definitely then. don't know. <laughs> like sort of like fairy tale style Arcana. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, let's see. Oh, that's that's a big fat seven. You have <laughs> no fucking idea. Okay. You have not the slightest just... fucking idea what this thing is. You've never that, like you've weird. only heard of the existence of Timothy. Like you've never even you've never heard about this tradition. Hmm. No. <laughs> I have another out of character question. Yes. Did you make a fucking loop of the Jimothy song on your guitar that you can play for the whole episode? Yes, I did. While <laughs> you are while you are within Jimothy, there is canonically a band following you around. Not always like you know in the same room, but oh like God. usually somewhere within audible distance, playing the song, just playing <laughs> playing some music to keep the despiser of song away. It took me a while to peg it, but. I- <laughs> Well, that's bonus content dealt with for this week. Yep, uh, that's, that's <laughs> happening. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, so so we definitely can't leave for the rest of the day because of, of the snow. Of course you might need to wait overnight. It's a shame, but I'm sure that will set you right. Okay, uh, I really need a drink. He smiles and gestures with his cane over towards Jimothy's! You look up and there is actually an exclamation mark after Jimothy's as well. Wow. Yeah, on the sign. Mm. There, there it has a painted image of <laughs> the of the fellow, the statue, like, but with in colour, looking, again, pretty similar, but not quite the same as uh, Jimothy Chanter. I turn to the other two and go... For the second time in a few days, I'm going to say I love singing, but fuck. <laughs> um, Timothy. Yes? Just wanted to check. I'm a bright pink person with horns. That doesn't freak anyone out here. <laughs> of course not. You see, you in Timothy were welcoming of one all, don't you see? He just uh, stops abruptly and stares at you, smiling, as if to just as if to challenge you. That there's anything wrong with that? Oh, that's lovely. That's fine. <laughs> well, how nice. That's unusual. Um, refreshing. Yeah. They sing everything, but they're not racist. You know, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> I think I'll take the racism. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, no. I mean, I mean, I feel like I should be. Is, I feel like I should be fitting that in here, but I'm, I'm just scared. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking telling me. You Do you see why I hate this place? Have you been here before, then? <laughs> and uh, Jimothy looks at him. Oh wait, 
I never forget a face. You're fighty. You're the one who drank so much and trashed the place. Fighty Dobbinswick, did you get drunk and trash a place? That doesn't sound like you. I'm, That's completely out of character for me. You're I'm right. Yes, just, just absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there still is a um, a thing in the woods that hates song. If uh, if you were here before, that's one of the reasons I learned to sing a lot. Mm. <clears throat> still, I always thought you were quite good for a tailor. That makes sense. <laughs> But we are very happy to see a gnome come here. Your kind is always known to bring such joy and trade and cheer. <laughs> We're always welcome <laughs> to provide whatever you should need. Especially if you bring the wealth of the dreamfold here, you see. He sort of smiles hopefully, and Fighty goes, "Ah, just uh, just visiting today. Not uh, not part of the usual trade uh, mission." Jimothy looks a little down, uh, crestfallen, <laughs> as if he was maybe hoping for a more lucrative ex- uh, exchange with uh, uh, with Fighty. Corson says to Fighty, "Is is he trying to ape your style or anything?" And he just sort of points that there's the top hat, the cane, and the tails, and. Uh... I'll have you know that some styles persist regardless of time or place. Hmm. Or was it perhaps um, what you had to do in order to um, uh, to pay off your, the damages for the last time you were here? No, I just like I just oh you mean that and did I do that one? He kind of looks up and down. No, it doesn't quite look like my work. Definitely gnomish work though, but I don't think that was me. Gotta admit, everything was a bit of a blur. Yeah, I'm Lots of singing. Lots of singing. Vera hates this place too. Yeah, she mentioned. Yeah, she really didn't like Jimothy's for a reason she wasn't going to go into. Hmm. Um. Booze. <laughs> booze. Please. You head over right, towards yeah. Jimothy's. Uh, and you see Jimothy Chanter gives you. Takes off his top hat, gives you a flourish of a bow, twit turns and uh, strides away out of sight. Causing Cox's tricorn. <laughs> Just he does a little slightly thumbly awkward bow. <laughs> you uh, step on through into Jimothy's, and Jimothy's is, uh, in contrast to some of the kind of cramped urban workmen's pubs, this is more like a proper beer hall. Uh, it is wide, it is spacious, there are ample tables for quaffing at, uh, although it's actually kept scrupulously clean. Uh, the, you know, there are all manner of uh, people, you know, like, well, there actually aren't all manner of people in here in the morning right now, although you can smell breakfast being cooked somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, there are, are a number of just, like, little, curious little um, things, like, stuck on the walls, like a little horn, uh, in the sense of, like, a, a musical horn rather than a creature horn. Uh, no hunting trophies, actually, uh, but there are just, like, curious pieces of art. You, uh, uh, a set of, uh, little crystal balls, which are arranged by size and slightly different colours. Um, just 
lots of curious bric-a-brac. And again, the whole place is beautifully clean, aggressively fretworked, um, <laughs> and pastel, you know, bright colours are, are kind of the whole, uh, uh, in theme. Uh, and you can see at the bar, uh, currently polishing a stein, uh, is a, uh, in what is basically lederhosen. <clears throat> uh, a stocky halfling woman with black hair, tawny skin, uh, a well-made uh, tan vest and pale blue shirt, along with this uh, with, with this sort of garb, hair tied back, held in place with a beautiful decorated silver clasp. She can looks up at your arrival. Oh, oh, welcome, one and all. You've come here to my bar. And wait, is Chanter listening? Um, it, um, I mean, is, has he gone? Like, he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. <laughs> he's gone away. Um, he's gone oh, fuck! Probably not. Look, so uh, all right, d- that that lot outside is still uh, are still playing. So, do you mind if I skip the song? Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Please, that please do. Would be great, fighty. Oh. Fighty, I have a question. No, go ahead, please. Um, he he's already gone to the bar and is pointing at one of the side of the cake. Is this place like the Dreamfold? Can I leave if I eat the food and drink the booze? <laughs> It just felt like it That's could fine. be a problem. No, you, you should be fine. I've drunk the booze here plenty of times. Great. Uh, and the the innkeeper says, "Oh no, 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 no! Don't don't worry. Uh, all of the food and drink here is one hundred percent Waking World, apart from the bottles of Gnomish brandy, uh, of course. Oh, those... That explains a lot. But um... so much. <laughs> yes, it really does. But uh, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, we export a lot of food to the gnomes. You know, that's kind of what we do here. Oh, right. Mm. So that portal opens up a lot. Every night. Oh. Yeah. It's so kind of what I Are you ho- intending for us to come here, Fighty? Uh, no, there's a, there's a few other places it could have taken us out. I was just kind of just hoping for a random city. Uh, there, those portals aren't as reliable as Jimothy. <sighs> but, but you don't have to go through the singing. Yes, I can understand. Uh, can understand how that might get to you, but to be honest, I've grown up. You know, I, I've had it for years. I've been used to hearing it for years. It's only while we've got uh, people here. I mean, uh, you're the second group of visitors we've we've had in. She looks down. You can see actually, you didn't really notice at first, but down at the far side of the uh, of the beer hall, uh, tucking into just like a full continental breakfast, uh, is uh, another halfling, uh, a lady. Uh, who is, if I grab my descriptions, there we go. Why have I put all of those sheets in the way? There we go. Uh, who, with blonde hair, cut quite short, uh, blue eyes, wearing well-made travelling clothes of a quite fashionable cut, for those of you who are keeping in uh, uh, in tune with uh, fashion, uh, and a very small uh, halfling boy, about the same about the same size and probably the same age as Corson Jr. Again, blonde hair, blue eyes, wearing adorable little travel clothes, including a little woolly cap. Um, the uh, the halfling looks up and waves, "Hello, hello, hello." Uh, Corson waves back. Ah, oh. uh, you are come to Jimothy as well, are you? Yeah, not intentionally. Uh, apparently so. Um... Ah, you came through the portal. Uh. No, I came through the. Uh, we came through the pass. Uh, she gets up and uh, you know, brings her her morning beer with her, uh, and moves over and offers you a hand to shake. 
uh, Corson takes it and then with his other hand sort of slaps his forehead. Of course! It, we're in Seoul! Indeed! We are in northern Seoul. Uh, my name is uh, Lisabeth, Lisabeth Sulepont, uh, and yourselves? Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. She shakes, her, shakes your hand as well. Corson Orhes at your service. And looks Scamp. to you and, uh, and extends her hand to you, Scamp. Um, do you shake it? Yes. Okay, shakes it. Ah! Wonderful! And what manner of dreamfold creature are you? I'm... I'm a... I can't think of anything. What am a I? A terrifying I? nightmare dream monster friend. Oh! I'm the goat lord! Yes. <laughs> well, no my. Lord lady. I mean, I assume because you're here with a with goat, a gnome, you're all right to be here. She, she looks over to Fighty. Fighty kind of rolls his eyes. They're fine. Everything's fine. Please, just... He's already finished his first drink. Can I have another, please? Um, can I also have one? Something something <clears throat> strong, please? Oh, oh, sure. Uh, are you looking for... Um, uh, are you looking for, like, more of the cider? Or are you after some, you know, some Applejack? Or, you know, I have non-alcoholic things as well. Um, what, Milk, what, please. What is Applejack? What does that mean? Oh, uh, it's basically cider that we've distilled about five times. Great. Yes. Okay, that, I'll get you one of those. You. Uh, and you, uh, she nods to uh, Corzin. I've heard in Brighthold they call that uh, Calvados or something. Mm. <laughs> well, um, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll go for the cider. All right. Uh, name's uh, Jimothy, she says, rolling her eyes. Jimothy Appleblossom. Good to see you. Uh, nice Apple here. Blossom? Yeah, it's a common halfly name. You don't happen to have a... Um, a uh, brother or anything? Nephew? I mean, I've got... Alton? I mean, I've... Alton. Alton. I feel like I had a great uncle called Alton. Hmm. Hmm. But no, uh, a, I do uh, have extended family, you know, elsewhere. I, I'm, you know, it's not just... I'm just the one who moved here and decided uh, and took on the name. Why did you right. move here? Because there's a lot of money here. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so you're Jimothy, not <coughs> Jimathina or anything like that. It's uh, Jimothy with two E's at the end. Ah. <laughs> oh right. Okay. Yeah, apparently, phonet- so long as it's phonetically the same, it's uh, it still counts for the purposes of the pacts. Uh, Elizabeth pipes up. Uh, and indeed, uh, that is why I am here. I am a uh, merchant. I brought uh, my uh, son, Henri. Uh, Henri, say hello to the people. Hello! He waves. Hello! Uh, and then gets back to his breakfast. Um, I have. Uh, I come here, I buy a lot of the uh, goods that uh, the gnomes trade here, and then, uh, well, I bring them down uh, back to uh, Seoul and... Uh, as far as anyone's concerned, the dwarves make it, you know? <laughs> right. Secrecy is kind of a whole thing here. Mm. Yeah. Out of character, it's Kion that we're heading for, aren't we? Yes. How f- You're Suli, and I'm a bit new to the the upstairs bit. Um, Indeed, I have to say, it's the first time I've ever uh, met a draw up close. Oh, uh, well... Hello. Hmm, hello, I'm a drow. Um, how well, how far is Kion from oh, here? Uh, some distance, about uh, 300, 200, 300 miles. I think. <laughs> Good. Uh, but uh, she fumbles from in her travel clothes and uh, unfolds a slightly uh, travel-stained map. Uh, ah, here's my spare map if you want. 
And she passes you a map. I'm going to pop this into the chat for the pair of you. Uh, Thank you. For you guys, this map is definitely not complete, uh, but possibly by the time this episode gets released, uh, a complete version will go up. Complete enough for us. Yeah, we'll we'll go up with the episode. I know we are fucking miles away, aren't we? True, but at least we're in the same country. It's a start. Oh fucking shit! Hey, we can we can track the bitch now, so that's good. True enough. Yeah, that should uh, help. You know, the ship might have left by the time we get there. But it's all we've got, so let's do that when we can leave here. You're heading to uh, Kyle, are you? Yes. Hmm. Good luck with us. There's a lot of uh, instability on the kingdom right now. How so? Well, uh, I don't know how long you have been in the Dreamfold, but you are aware that the war is over, yes? The Sundered War with uh, Osiria? We lost. What is the current date? Oh, it is uh, the 6th of full, uh, of, uh, full Frost, which is the date you expected it to be. Okay. Right, okay. When, when, did, when did this happen? Oh, the uh, armistice was declared, uh, I believe it was uh, about the 10th of uh, First Flores. So Fuck, we lost a lot of ago. time. Uh, hmm. But uh, since then, the armies, well, you know, a lot of people have been, a lot of soldiers have uh, come back from the war, a lot of them are out of work, and the country, they are saying the, uh, the king is bankrupt. Last they heard, he was trying to uh, reconvene the, uh, uh, you know, the, the convention of estates, uh, which has not been happening uh, even in my grandfather's lifetime, in a way of trying to raise more taxes. Okay, Things yeah. are pretty bad out there. I would advise you, if you're going to, um, please, uh, when I will be re- re- leaving town myself uh, uh, tomorrow morning, uh, once the pass is clear, uh, and heading back to the capital of Alessant, uh, travel with me. Uh, I have uh, caravan guards. Uh, I did not bring them, them to Jimothy itself. They are in a town at the foot of the mountain. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I would I would suggest against traveling without uh, an armed escort right now. Right. Would the quickest way to uh, Alessant and then to uh, the nearest port be down the river? Pretty much, yes. We'll uh, want to get across the river, head down to Alessant, and from there either you can uh, head to, I think it is uh, Dupont, is the nearest port that you could go to if you wanted to go Kion over the water, or you could go over land. It is probably more straight south from uh, Lesson from there, depending on the state of the port. Hmm. Oh, fucking hell. Um, we've missed a lot. We're a lot closer than we were. <laughs> Still a long way, though. We've been close before. We've been closer than this before. And then... More shit happened. Um, fuck. Well, I mean, I suppose. Look, 
Kion's the last lead we have. So we've got to head there, haven't we? Because you can only track her within a mile or... Is it a bit further when you're at sea? You always seem better at it when you're on the coast. When I'm on the coast, it seems to work better. But, um... I guess we head there and see if she's around anywhere. Best we can do for the moment. Also, maybe it might be an idea to, um... Send a message to both Vig and to Molly to let them know that we're safe. Or yeah, we should. Still alive. <laughs> we should do that. I'm happy to do that. Um, I mean, I heck, can't they before might have been I've rested. Up right now. Um, I I use both of them talking to you and Fighty. I can only do it twice. Doesn't seem That's like they'll right. do any more than that in a day. Um, so I'm going to have to do much. Probably shouldn't say where we are if secrecy's big on the, in this town. Yeah, that's what I'll just say. We're in the mountains. Uh, all right. So, uh, you like at this point, uh, Jimothy <laughs> pipes up. <laughs> Uh, so that will be uh, three copper for the drinks, but it's um, uh, if you make it five, I'll do you some of the breakfast as well. And yeah, fucking perfect. Right, and uh, it sounds like you'll be wanting to stay overnight. Yes. So tell you what, why don't let's um, let's call it a round two silver, and then that will be all your meals until tomorrow morning. Yeah, I'll buy us room and food and shit. Why not? Thank you very much. Um. So, uh, yeah, if there's uh, anything else you need, um, we do have a few. There's a general store in town, there's a blacksmith. You know, there's a f- you know, we're, not, we're not a big town. Uh, in fact, judging from causing, you would guess, because you've seen a lot of different towns, you've got a, kind of an eye for judging sizes. Like, this is a village. Like, there's maybe yeah. 2,000 people here, but they, uh, for all that, it is an incredibly wealthy looking village. Okay. So, but. Nevertheless, yeah, that that's it sounds like, you know, they have some facilities. Uh but yes, basically uh, is do you guys want to do any exploration of the town, anything like that or or talk to um uh, talk any more to Elizabeth before you uh, head to rest for 8 hours. It'll uh, take you quite close to evening actually. Elizabeth. Ah, uh, yes. If we did go with you, mm-hmm. um how long would it take us to reach uh, well, uh, for memory on moments. Hmm. You're right. Yep, the DM has put his map uh, in a stupid place in the room. One moment. <laughs> <laughs> the one with distances on it is on the wall, yeah. <laughs> so bear yeah. with us here. Smart enough to put a uh, map with a distance marker. Uh, in the, the map with the distance marker, not smart enough to have it next to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so that would be about that far. Well, accounting for uh, the way that is the river turns, the state of the roads right now, we are looking between eight to ten days. Fucking hell. Right. I mean, would... this might seem a bit of a suspicious question, but like, why are you willing to help us? Like, are you just nice? Do you um, want anything in return? Some people are, Celestia. It's uh, about time you started remembering that. I mean, shut up. 
Mm, uh, she shrugs, I mean, somewhat selfishly, yes. Uh, I figure it can't help me to do a small favor for a gnome. She gestures to Fighty. I do trade here a lot, but otherwise, I'd like. I'm always looking to help out another halfling. She gestures towards Fighty. Sorry, not Fighty, Corzin. Can I do an insight check? Yeah, I do. Uh, 12. As far as you can tell... No, 10, she, sorry. Yeah, 10. As far as you can tell, she seems quite straightforward about this. She just likes the look of you and doesn't mind you know, travelling with you. Sorry, it's can been, it's I been do a an tough insight week. Check? <laughs> you can do an insight check as well, Corzin. Sorry, it's been a tough week. Um, hmm. Thank you. It's very kind. 12. Don't really glean any much more than that. Seems to yeah. seems to just want you know and like the idea of having company. Cool. Get the feeling it's probably quite boring, uh, <laughs> traveling for long periods. Mm. I mean, no, you don't fair. get the feeling. You know that. You know that for a fact. <laughs> so it's been it's been um, difficult few weeks. Uh, people have been a bit weird. Thank you. Um, you want to talk about it? Mm, no. <laughs> that is all right. Um, there's, like I say, it's very nice to meet uh, uh, Nightmare Goat Demon, uh, Drow. Uh, good to see another halfling. I didn't expect to. I mean, obviously, she gestures towards Jimothy. Yes, I'm not, in fact, chopped liver. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,. Henri, uh, you see the small boy has walked up uh, and is squinting at you, Scamp. Hello. You're pink. You're not. <laughs> you look like a flower. You look like a... Oh, that's nice. Thank you. He walks over and just starts hugging your leg. Ah! <laughs> no, that, that's, that's a good thing. You... Why don't more people react like this to people? You do people? not feel like a flower. He steps away. <laughs> I've got a monkey. Do you want to see my monkey? <laughs> oh, monkey! Monkey! Should have rolled an animal handling check for Henri. <laughs> Children always do so well at this. Um. <laughs> yes! Like, after previous experience, Jeffrey is a little reticent, but after a certain amount of... Uh, of um, you know, it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not beseeching. Um, cooing? Coaxing. Yeah, coo- coaxing, there we go. Uh, he does cautiously <laughs> come out and stops. And uh, Henri starts chaf- chasing him around the room. Knocks over it. Knocks over a couple In of like tankers. In like a fun way or is Jeffrey upset? Kind of fun way as far as you can tell. You're not good at reading animals. You know, I would have thought children and monkeys would be better friends. I mean, they're both essentially just tiny, weird people, aren't they? Well, you say that, but I, I'm not quite sure that... Um, uh... You don't count. <laughs> hmm. He, he sort of g- gives you, like, mock evils. <laughs> I stick my tongue out at him. Calls <laughs> and shrugs and uh, looks at the uh, the unfolding scene uh, in front of them and says, "Well, you see, Jimothy has emerged from the bar and is now trying desperately trying to stop various items of crockery getting broken, just mostly by removing them out of their way." He's like, uh, "No, no, not not that, not that, oh, bloody hell!" <laughs> oh, I have a question. Right. Um, Jimothy Apple Blossom. 
There we go, I remembered. Hello, yes, uh, uh, what is it? Um, I was just wondering, do you only have to sing when there are guests here, or do you do it all the time? Oh, no, 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 we, we, only, we only have to when people are around. Like, sometimes we do just to keep up the practice, but... Right. Like... So you probably, like, fucking hate guests, don't you? No, it's nice, it's, you know, it adds a bit of colour. I look around at the, like, <laughs> rainbow room that we're standing <laughs> in pointedly, like... <laughs> Right. Um, sorry, I was just wondering. Carry on, by all means. Right. She carries on trying to rescue her various belongings <laughs> from monkey and child-based interruption. He seems to be doing better at it than uh, the little Corson was. What do we even do now? I mean, you two look fogged. I need uh, a nap. Right. I think we all need a nap, but... Um, for now, I think we've, we've got to take the uh, the opportunity to rest, recuperate, and yeah, I mean, get back on our feet. Do we need anything shopping-wise? Like, we haven't been near a shop in a really long time. I could really do with eating something that wasn't lean meat. Yeah, oh, no more elk. Something that's not protein would be amazing. Like, vegetables yeah. and carbohydrates and shit. The, yes. uh, at this point, Jimothy, having managed to wrangle everything, uh, returns to the unseen cook, who is presumably also called Jimothy, uh, and emerges with uh, just a... I mean, it occurs to me that this is probably something which uh, Celestia has never seen before. Uh, she returns with what are functionally potato waffles. Oh. Potato waffles, bacon, sausages... Uh, chutneys. Um, this food is fucking square. Does this happen a lot on the surface? Have I missed yes. this? Try wow. it. You'll, I've you'll never like seen it. square food. This looks incredible. There's a small jar of syrup. This is even more exciting than the fucking pretzels were. Oh my god. Let's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you duck it, you, d you dig in, and it is. Oh, it beats it, mushrooms. Oh, it's not elk. It's not elk. It's so not elk. <laughs> Corson is halfway through his by the time you've said this. It's it's actually a like you've you've been you've had you've made do with prestidigitation spices for so many days now that the taste of actual cooking. Mm. Oh, maybe we'll be able to have a poo that isn't terrible. Yeah. <laughs> An uh, untraumatic poo would be an absolute luxury. Yeah. <laughs> Outhouse is via the back door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, have we got any roughage? Are there like beans or um or, or at or, your request, um, uh, she 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 does you baked beans. Uh, yeah, incredible. and, and um, mushrooms. Yeah, it's like fried with a bit of garlic. I suppose we're a bit too early for bran, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you want that roughage? Have bread. There is bread as well. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Apparently, like, yeah, the, those two silver pieces are actually going quite, apparently going a fair oh, way. Yeah. And this, listeners, is the sort of high quality content you listen to us for, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> I'm really Breakfast hungry now. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh, I, right. I mean, does anyone need anything from the shops? Like, how are we doing? I I might buy some more whiskey. I'm, I'm running a bit low after the last few weeks. Potions. Yeah. Potions would and be really good. I mean, we have a fuckload of treasure to trade. That's true, true, actually. In fact, we should see some merchants here about that, because if we can uh, convince them that this is 
um, high quality Dreamfold stuff, we might be able to get above the growing rate uh, for it. I don't think they're sick here. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, it's still good quality, valuable items. Yeah, it's valuable shit. Definitely. Um, yeah, I need some. Oh, wait, do, hmm, do I have potions? Did I use them? There's some in my inventory, but it you might be because I forgot to take them one on yourself and one on Causin. Yeah. When do we know, get potions I... last? Um, uh, from the what elves. Else? Three and a half weeks. Right, so it's plausible that I have three potions. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's all right. That's you did actually fine. buy quite a lot because we they were really, loads, really yeah. good rates. Loads. Yeah, like I've got two, and I definitely haven't used any. Um, I think I oh, need more monkey food. That's the thing that because uh, are you checking? That's point, uh, Scam. You check your pack for monkey food. You're running low on monkey food, but while you're there, you also check your rations, and they're gone. Did we eat? Did I eat them? Did I eat this food and forget I ate it? I mean, you um, don't remember eating it, but that's just not necessarily. <laughs> I'm gonna see. This I've got no in... food left. Um, I'm gonna look in my own bag. Your bag's fine. There's all the there's all the all the uh, like uh, elf uh, you know, elf rations that you packed in there. I've still got food. Can I eat your food, please? I'm yes, really I mean, hungry. you just had <laughs> breakfast, but you can have some. I, I do actually food. have more breakfast. <laughs> have the hot out. stuff. We'll save that for the road. I need more rations. Who's been eating your food? Because, like, not to put too far on the point on it, but you, you've had the ability to uh, conjure sweets um, for at least the last uh, day or so. Fighty, darling. Yes. Did you see, Fighty has finally ditched the uh, straw hat. Didn't you say that Dreamfold creatures want waking food? Like, a lot? Yes, the smart one... Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong. The smart ones do, if they're planning to leave the Dreamfold for any length of time, yes. Did you... Stringer Smith's gonna kill us in our sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where, uh, Stringer Smith? What? Um, excuse he me? <laughs> he didn't get anywhere near your pack, as I recall. And... Uh, Back, rewind, what? <laughs> we right. met Stringer Smith again, or but something that was... looked a lot like him what? in the Dreamfold. I think he was Causin's dream version. That's batshit. Well, yeah. do, you remember, do you remember when we were helping Vera with that um, yes, the nightmare. crosswater? Mm -hmm. I think that that was coming through another portal like the one we came through to get here and one of the reasons she was there was in order to ensure that it didn't get any further than that right i mean that's where i um, saw stringer smith in there and that would follow then that were you in um, the fucking finger woods is that what you're saying yes Ooh. yes somewhere like that <laughs> but if up. he stole my food he's gonna come and kill us in his in our sleep <laughs> Um, now, okay, out of character, I'm, I'm gonna uh, have Corson rack his brains and think. All right, was there a time where Stringer Smith had the opportunity to go through Scamp's pack? Make an intelligence check. Okay. Can I as well? Mhm. Mm oh, that's cocked. Ooh, new dice. Ooh, fifteen. Ah, uh, six. No. There were points, uh, like, causing you're not really sure, but Scamp, 
Like, you travelled with Smith for two hours of walking, um, an extensive sky chase, a fight through uh, uh, through an elaborate uh, castle, and then uh, then left him at a battlefield. There were you didn't have him in your sight every single moment. If he was sneaky enough, it's conceivable that he could have gotten into your pack uh, while you were distracted. Yeah, Stringer Smith's definitely stole my food. He's going to kill us in us. I mean, does it have to be Stringer Smith? Like, could could it it be anyone else? Did you run into anything else while you were in there? Any other monsters? What the fuck were you two doing? zombies, giant bats, werewolves, (laughs) wolves, um, fingers everywhere. Right. Sea of bones. No, sea of teeth. That was awful. I mean, Um, out of that, Stringer Smith actually sounds quite nice. So, um, that's good. But the only one that has motive and to really come after us is him I mean was he was he like mean to you no because if Corzin dies he stops existing but if he's over here he doesn't need Corzin to live uh, I mean only so, so long he as he can us. eat surely isn't that the rules if he can get over here long enough he can just eat what he likes and he likes people to eat Oh, fuck. That's unfortunately true. <laughs> this is really bad, isn't it? Yeah, no, still... no, that's bad. What do we do? <laughs> we never make a character with wisdom as a dump stat again. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deception and shit. Oh, yeah, you have a terrible passive perception. <laughs> right. I rolled for it while you went during, during one of the down bits. All right, fighty. Assuming that all of this is uh, is true... When is the next possible opportunity uh, he could get out of the Dreamfold? He'll need to get out with it when a portal opens. Either, I mean, if he goes for the same one, it'll be nighttime here. But it, the thing is, the portals will open any time some people are sleeping. Oh, good. And Great. pretty much anywhere. So in theory, he could come out somewhere else entirely different. So are you saying if we have a fucking nap... He can get out here. No, large, co- large concentrations of people sleeping. Okay, good. If you go for a nap in horrifying. the woods, you know you'll be fine. Apart from things in the woods. I don't think we'd be fine if we had a nap in the woods, darling. If I'm honest. No, but if you had a nap in some other woods, like you know, or on the road, you you would be I'm fine. I'm sorry. Are there safe woods? Do those exist? Because I haven't fucking I've seen any seen while I've been up here. <laughs> The safest I've been in a wood is the fucking finger wood. <laughs> yeah, you know, me too. The finger woods was fucking lovely. No, nothing happened in there. <laughs> have I still got my bone clock? You do. You you have a suit. You you open your pack and you see there are and you actually see as she, uh, sorry as they are opening their pack, um, Celestia. There are a handful of what look like thigh bone like uh, branches and several just dead fingers. Um, is this a new hobby? I made a clock! <laughs> this doesn't explain anything! It was the only way we had to tell the time while we were in the finger woods. With severed fingers? There were plenty of them around. Is, is that a way people tell the time on the surface? <laughs> Am I culturally thick? <laughs> Not generally, although it was apparently a means by which we could tell the time at least where we were. Which was very, very useful, in fact, because otherwise we might have missed you entirely. I mean, Arachne's fangs, I thought I'd had a fucking weird time. 
So if we sleep now, it's all right because it's not a large concentration of sleeping. What are you going yeah, to do much. with the severed fingers? Are you going to keep them as a souvenir? Um, I thought I'd make a hat. No, I'll get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not keeping the severed fingers. <laughs> I mean, a hat would be very intimidating, but I don't think it's particularly the uh, the. Uh, image you want to be projecting i just i just keep thinking that we're as weird as we can get and then there's just like another it's like a ladder that i'm climbing up there's just always another rung you know yeah. <laughs> everyone starts singing suddenly and everything oh, let's I go need... to sleep yeah yeah because then when we wake up or well, maybe we when... should shop and then go to sleep yeah but we need to be Awake when everyone else goes to sleep in case our nightmares come to life. Cause and size says we've got to uh, we've got to be practical about this. If we uh, can go to sleep now and uh, get what we need later before everything here closes, then that's probably probably good. The, the best thing to do. Yeah. Um, also, darling, I tend to cause in. I know you want to say hello to Molly, but I think maybe we should wait to see if I need those spells for anything else. Wait till everything's safe. <sighs> two spells and two big spells is a lot. Yeah. And if if Stringer Smith decides to come out, um, we might need them. We took him down once, we can take him down again, but I take your point. I mean, if if I've still got them at the end of the day, of course, 100%, but I don't think we should do it first thing, it just seems stupid. No, I understand. But as soon I as hate, we can, hey? I hate to ask Thorzen, yeah. but he's been in your nightmares recently. Has he been stronger? Are you dreaming a worse version? Not that I could really discern... It seemed uh, to be mainly based on my memories and experiences of him, to be honest. And they weren't particularly um, extensive. Because I've had nightmares of things that in when I'm awake are scary but fine, but when you're dreaming they're much, much worse. Yeah, everything's worse in dreams. If that's the version that comes out... Dream logic, yeah. We need to know. Well, what was he like when you met him? Helpful. It was Weirdly unnerving. helpful. But then again, he had a vested interest in us, or at least me, staying alive. He didn't try and eat either of you? No. No, but he clearly took our food. Fuck. should check if there's like a local guard or anything that can be ready to fight if something comes through. How much food went? Like, you know, days? Uh, weeks, you, you know? all had a week's worth of food. Yeah. Right, so ten days tops. Assuming he eats at the same rate you do. I could have eaten that in a day. <laughs> yeah, but... No one fucking eats like you, do they? <laughs> <laughs> but he can eat that by the time it's night and the portal opens. I mean, he only needs a bit to be able to get through it, doesn't he? Yeah. If I were him, I'd eat it as slowly as possible. Make but it he, last. Once he's through, 
There's as much as he wants here. Hmm. Bollocking fuck. Ass. Ah. How many hours till dusk? Uh, it's a little over eight hours till dusk. We like, should sleep. probably like, well, maybe close to nine. Like, you've got, if you, if you, you, you've probably got like an hour's worth of shopping leeway, as it were, either side. Yeah, one Apple side of the other. Apple Blossom, Jimothy. Sorry. Yes. Other, other way around. I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. Um, Honestly, I, I get it. It's much easier to refer to us by surname. Thank you. I appreciate that. And when do the shops close here? Uh, dusk. Uh, or just before. Uh, generally, people have. Fairly early nights in Jimothy. Right, um, let's go to sleep. A lot of them uh, come here to get some things. Do you have a town guard? <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, a lot of us are trained with weapons, but um, frankly, the we- uh, the we- uh, the weaving widow takes care of most da- dangers. Who's that? She's... Um, well, she is one of the things in the woods. Um... She's the original person, for want of a better word, that the uh, Jimothy that founded the town uh, made pacts with. See, he was um, he was an adventurer. Way back in the days when you know adventures were really like a a, you know, a thing in the you know, in, in those uh, sort of you know noble knights going out sort of way. And he went uh, through a lot of things, and he found this portal here in the Dreamfold, uh, or that went to the Dreamfold, and uh, he met quite a few of those entities. And some of them he was fought; he was, he was they were hostile to him. Some of them he fought, and some he was friendly with. And one in particular he was very friendly with. Um, fell in love with, in fact, and got married to. Right. And uh, he and her. Well, the two of them, they founded this village. Uh, Jimothy knew that he could uh, make some very profitable arrangements with the gnomes who generally need good supplies of food and reliable ones and other things that you can't get in the Dreamfold. And uh, there's lots of int- there's lots of valuable stuff, mostly luxuries, that you can get from the Dreamfold. And uh, invited people here and... The trick, he was a tricky sort. He made a lot of pacts with a lot of different things. Uh, the Despiser of Song, the Weaving Widow, um, the Empty Cottage. And um, they basically all agreed not to harm him, but he got them to agree not to harm anyone called Jimothy. And then um. he got everyone who moved here to irrevocably change their names to Jimothy. Right. And called the town Jimothy. And, and called the town right. Jimothy, and so they can't touch anything here. But according to the old packs, they any strangers are more or less for fair game. So there's a few things we use to get around that. Other packs that were made later, for instance, the despiser of song won't come near any music. Mm. Um, the especially song, as well, uh, hates hates song uh, words. Uh, the widow, she is, well. So let me get this right. The widow is the thing that he, the person that he fell in love with. With and married and they were together for many, many years. Uh, according to legend, he lived uh, well beyond human years. 
due to a lot of uh, passing in and out of the dream fold. Oh, right. Uh, could have lived forever, maybe, but, um, well, he was an adventurer. He ah. never stopped adventuring, and it's not really clear how, but one, eventually he met the fate that a lot of adventurers do and uh, passed on. Ah. And his wife didn't take it well, mm-hmm. but uh, remained protective of uh, her husband's town. So she won't attack anyone called Jimothy, and uh, she maintains a sort of uh, magic around this place. You can't get, you can't find Jimothy unless you come in through the Dreamfold gate. Your name is Jimothy, or you're a gnome. Or, and Lisa Bet uh, pops up and says, unless you have a Jimothy seal. And she produces from her pocket uh, a large bronze sort of coin with a ribbon attached. You can see it has another image of this Jimothy founder. Uh, on it, top hat and all. But how do you get one if you can't find it and nobody talks about it? Well, they are passed down uh, between trusted traders. Uh, only a few people are trusted with knowledge of Jimothy in order to keep this a secret. So um, I learned it from my old mentor and he passed. He brought me here when I was younger using his seal. Uh, and then when he retired, he passed me the seal. Uh, so I can find it, but to anyone who's not a gnome or called Jimothy or has the seal, uh, it's all just woods in this valley. And if you try and find it, uh, the weaver, she, the, the weaving widow, she uh, does something to your sense of direction. So you, so you always just, you essentially go in circles around Jimothy, uh, but you can't actually go into it. Huh. I've seen Jimothy on maps, though. Hmm. It's, uh... It's an interesting thing. There's a few maps that have it, but uh, those of us who tried with it, we uh, we went to a lot of trouble to make it uh, so that most cartographers think that it is uh, an as you say uh, an in joke between cartographers. No, oh, like not a real place. Like mm. you're putting like you know fancy pants land. Exactly. So I want to go to fancy pants land. It sounds place. great. I fit right in. Fighty staring into his tankard. You don't want to go to Fancy Pants Land. That's not fucking real, is it? He grins. <laughs> Fighty, do not fuck with me today, you little shit. I need to drink more. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, to be fair, it's probably a place in the Dreamfold. Just, just stop talking about weird stuff. I d- <laughs> I did find this one place where everyone did actually have very fancy pants at one time. But I think that was just like a place where in the Dreamfold where they were selling trousers. How big is the Dreamfold? Is it like... Uh, I'm not really familiar with the with all of the deep secrets. Vera once described it as finite but unbounded, whatever that means. Yep, no idea. Mm. Um, she, he shrugs. Hmm. <laughs> where did you get to in the Dreamfold? They were busy with bats and wolves and shit and a stringer smith. What about you? Uh, yeah, no. Nope, nope. I don't want to talk about it. He, okay, You cool. see he, the, the, the gondola, like the little the little uh, straw hat on the ground, he takes one foot and stamps on it and just grinds it a little bit. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Did you yeah. end up in, like... Nope! The place that you weren't intending to go? 
There's quite a few places I didn't intend to go there, and I went to some of them. Uh. He twitches a little. I don't want to see another gondola for a long time. <laughs> okay, no gondolas. Um... And if we can do our best to stay away from flamingos, I would be very happy. What's a flamingo? Yeah, what is a flamingo? Right. I don't know either. It's like a tall, uh, very pink bird. I like it. I mean, they I'm, sound I'm gonna fine. I'm going to roll and see if Corzin knows what a flamingo is. Yeah, make a nature check. Well, they sound fun. Uh, Everything in that place sounds fun. Twelve. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You've seen a picture of a flamingo. You've never actually encountered one in person, but, you know, you... You, you have an idea of what they look like. <laughs> yeah, they're apparently my height. They live um, uh, not on this continent. <laughs> mm. They're more they're more common in uh, Haldenos, yes. Uh, yeah, they, sort of, they stand on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> why? No one knows quite why. I try standing on one leg for a bit. <laughs> Roll necrobatic. Yeah, step. like that. <laughs> I would like to also stand on one leg with Scamp and see if I can do it for yeah. longer. 13. Haha, <laughs> 17. I win. Scamp, you, yeah, Scamp, you keep this up for like a good minute, but before eventually toppling over, falling over, Celestia, you do it for like a two minutes, just to make sure you, sure you can. <laughs> um, about this point, uh, Henri uh, goes up to his mother and tucks on her uh, on her trousers. I, is it alright if I go play with Jimothy? <sighs> yes, go play with go play with Jimothy and Jimothy, but not Jimothy. That little boy is very strange. In any case, um, is Jimothy going to be looking? You are just make sure you stay within sight of Jimothy, okay? She needs to keep an eye on you. Okay, Mama. And uh, Henri sort of uh, steps out of town. You see, you see Elizabeth kind of keep an eye on him as he goes off, following him until he reaches at one of the many multicolored houses uh, where a woman with you know a bright blue skirt uh, steps out, sort of like. Oh, Henri! Uh, and picks him up in a hug. Okay, he's fine. Yeah, uh, and looks at uh, this unfolding scene and goes, I wonder... I wonder how this figures in uh, in regards to little Corson's playmates. He he, uh, he has a friend what? called Jimothy, apparently, Jimothy and another and one Gregacy. called... Gregacy. yeah. <laughs> Gregothy. So actually, at this point, Jimothy goes, Wait, Gregothy? That's a fucking weird name. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> we all have perfectly normal names. <laughs> My name is perfectly normal. Um... How many other Celestias did you know? <laughs> None, actually. I mean, uh, <laughs> is it a... Is it a common name in the Underdark? Uh, not really. <clears throat> the just <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys are heading up towards bed. Um, yes. <clears throat> as you head up to your rooms, um, Elizabeth uh, puts a hand on your arm, Corson. Uh, do you mind uh, finishing your drink with me for a minute? Certainly. Okay. And he sits down. Uh, she's, she thinks of something. Oh, not like that, you understand. Uh, just... He uh, he holds up his uh, <laughs> his tankard of um, 
uh, of Sada with his left hand so that his wedding ring is very visible. <laughs> she raises hands. That's not what I meant. Um, to be honest with you, I wanted to talk a bit with an halfling who is not called Jimothy. She says, keeping an eye on Jimothy who's moved into the back room. <laughs> Understandable. <sighs> I've been here many times. But this place is still a little weird. You're telling me. Isko, I don't know. I... It's good to get up, to to get away from Seoul right now. Things are bad in the cities. And in the, I, I thought the countryside would be better, but uh, this they are not they are not better. Well, if the war is really over, then yeah, I'd imagine it's pretty chaotic. I think once things get done here, I'll be heading back to. Uh, Back to the office in the warehouse, back in uh, Alessandre, maybe well, we'll see if, decide whether to hole up there or regions forbid, maybe even leave the country. But it is good to get out of the town. I, uh, between you and me, I'm a, I was a little bit running from my problems. Those problems being what the uh, the fallout of the uh, the war being over. That, but also my uh, partner or former partner Blanc. He uh, he was uh, in the business with me, luxury goods trading and such. But um, between you and me, he was not good at the merchant side of things and I didn't realize that uh, the way he was making up the money was through uh, uh, less orthodox methods let us say right. turns out he was uh, blackmailing our, our uh, competitors actually burned down one of their houses and the last straw was I found out he had links to uh, group of deserters that had been uh, that had taken resorted to banditry I broke things off with him but I just needed to get out of the town I can understand that it's um, it must have been a uh, a tough thing to be able to um, I mean to break it off like that. I don't know. You look like the sort of man who, you know, doesn't run from his problems. You know, like, more likely to face them head on. What would you do if you were me? Like, I'm wondering if I did the right thing. Well, he made a choice that was going to affect you and your uh, family without consulting you. Mm. Now, even if he did that with the best of intentions. He has to face up to that as much as you do. And what he seems to be doing is looking out for himself. Mm. I mean, I have a family myself and I don't see as much of them as I really ought to. But whenever I do, I make sure that they understand and they see that whatever I'm doing out here is ultimately all for them. And 
I think that perhaps one of the reasons why you maybe ended up here was that you were doing what was right not only for yourself but for your son. Thank you. It is good to hear that from someone else. She looks up, smiles and drains her, her breakfast beer. Looks over. Ah, oh, is that the one with the monkey? He, she walks over towards the table, uh, to the other side of the table and picks up. You can see there is a small stuffed toy bear. Missing one eye, as always. Mm. Uh. A little one button eye. Oh, I'll have to make. I'll have to go and give this back to Henri. He's always he's always dropping this thing, but mm. worst thing is, if, he's actually it was actually a gift from Blanc as well. She rolls her eyes. I could not bear to take it away, so he loves this thing. Probably best to. Uh... To let him have something that's pleasant for him. Yes, on that you are right. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for your talk. Uh, your wife, she is a very lucky woman. She smiles. <laughs> and I'm a very lucky man. Tap you on the shoulder. Right. Henri, uh, dropped your bear again. She ste- <laughs> steps out. Moves off out of the of the uh, inn, and you head up with the others to your rooms. Uh, there are it would actually be two rooms that would be made available for you because these are doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, after some of the inns you've stayed in, they are they like the rooms are really quite spacious. Again, there's aggressive fucking fretworking even in the yeah. interior, uh, but there are some very nice paintings. Uh, portraits mostly of non jimothy style locations uh, hmm. that have been uh, hung up in the rooms. The uh, the bedding is incredibly soft. There's you know like four proper goose feather pillows, um, and perhaps unexpectedly, the three of you get a really restful sleep. I'm, I'm casting going- alarm before we do. <laughs> I'm going to think about Jet before I sleep and see if I can dream of her. You know how you try to sometimes. Aww. Cool. Causin. You yeah. find yourself dreaming of a good time, actually. Um, it's a time you haven't seen for a long time as well. Um, but just, you remember younger days, dancing through a crowded halfling pub, uh, locking arms with uh, various uh, various young halfling ladies, uh, your, uh, and your brother Wendell doing the same with somewhat less, with more frequency but less luck. <laughs> you find yourself remembering the many, many girlfriends that he went through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, there's not much else that happens in the dream, but it's it's heartening in some ways. Scamp, you find yourself dreaming of. 
a quiet uh, time working in a workshop just doing small tasks helping uh, an elderly dwarven gunsmith just putting together muskets for the most part but you see but you also there's a bit of memory to this dream and you remember uh, watching her w at, with a long drill doing curious uh, revolving sort of spirals cut into the interior of the uh, of the boar but what you mostly but the spirit but again the dream is nice you know it's one of the few happy memories from that time times of warm beds and enough food and someone who at that time hadn't left yet. Celestia, you dream of a dinner table set for two, but there's only you there, but you feel a warmth as you quietly tuck into your meal, drink your wine, and just spend some time reading, looking out the balcony at a river which in this dream is just normal water but with a brilliant sunset beyond. And just a, sen just a sense of something close by. When the three of you wake, the sun is low in the sky. Uh, it is later in the day, and um, you, as you, as you kind of groggily return from your various uh, sleeps, you're awoken by the telltale sound of the band <laughs> somewhere else, in just out somewhere in the town. Playing because they know that there are guests. God, is it the same band? Looking out the window, you can see actually several of the members of the band have changed. Good. Uh, it seems <laughs> that they have a have some sort of setup for people to rotate through. A couple of the instruments have changed as well. Um, they're still the guitarist, um, and you uh, you're working. You can hear there's a bit more general sort of hubbub and chatter coming from down below. It seems some of the citizens have come into their beer hall for drinks and such in the hour or so before uh, sunset. Oh, yeah. Scamp, roll the d100. Oh, wow. balls. I hate you. <laughs> Just remember that was a thing. Uh, 34. Okay. We had 34. You've had it before and you feel a strange... Yes, the, a, a, pow, a feeling that you recognise of potency within you, Scam. It, it remains with you, as it did before, waiting for the moment to discharge. Okay. So, tell me next time you cast a damaging spell. Will do. Awesome. Okay. 
So, should we, um, I mean, before night falls and everything apparently goes batshit, should we try and get some trading done? Could try and sell Probably some of this treasure. Idea, yeah. I've got a lot of jewellery, I've got more treasure. And I'd like some more whiskey because I'm running a bit low. It's been I a hard couple much, of weeks. <laughs> how much pixie dust goes for here? Don't know. Worth asking. Okay. I need more supplies. <laughs> well, yeah, all your fucking rations have been taken by a naughty cannibal man. Probably. <laughs> Unless it was a bat. You said there were bats? Yeah. Right. Oh, Jason. Yes. Just a, out of curiosity, uh, Corzin takes out the tiny little vial he had uh, of um, bugs, beetles. Yep, and they're still things. writhing around. Okay, they're, they're, they're still actually active. Okay. Yep, you still undead. Still have that. Yeah. Gross. Well, I, I, I didn't just get rid of them, but I'm not sure quite what I'm supposed <laughs> to do with them now. Maybe you have some undead bug friends forever. Mm. That might be your life now. Well, it's it's interesting because we are now hundreds, if not thousands of miles away from where these things were created. Also, they haven't uh, been fed. And there's no, no less of them than there was. So they haven't been eating each other. I'm not and they're, Well, they're undead. They don't need to eat. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a very good point. That Roll a nature considered. check to see whether you understand the laws of thermodynamics. <laughs> Me. No, anyone who wants to. Yeah, go on then. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Oh. <laughs> Six. Definitely not. Cousin? Uh. Oh, actually, a nature. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a dirty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, like you remember uh, Molly talking to you once about. Uh, something called the law of conservation of energy that she'd heard someone talking about, and essentially they've got to be getting it from somewhere. But yeah. I just assumed it was magic. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the answer. Just, just as far as you can tell, just magic. But it does seem to suggest that whatever magical effect created these things isn't bound by a range or time. No, oddly. I vote we don't think about this too hard. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm going to go and sell some treasure. Who's with me? I am. Hooray. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, so I personally have 740 gold worth of treasure and 150 gold in jewellery. Don't know how you want to play that or what we're doing. Okay, so uh, you head towards. I mean, probably you guys don't really need anything at the blacksmith, uh, although you do see there is a uh, short. Uh, the, the blacksmith is out and working, a short, muscular female dwarf uh, with russet beard and hair, mm -hmm. uh, threaded with many silver rings. But because you don't need any metal working done, you pass by onto the general store. Mm -hmm. um, and you open, you find a. Small, but, you know, well, actually fairly capacious, well-apportioned little shop uh, decked out with all manner of just, like, little bric-a-brac on the on the walls, but also a lot of practical supplies, uh, lots of pickled uh, foods and so on, and just small tools. And behind the desk, there is a five-foot-tall human woman, uh, dusky-skinned, quite heavy-set in build, with hazel eyes and grey hair, 
bound into a tail. Into a tail. Oh, hello. Hello, hello, hello. How can I help you? Hello, Jimothy. Ah, I see, see you are familiar with my name. Yes, I am Jimothy Prajapati. It is a pleasure to see you. Um, hello, Celestia Stardust. Nice to meet you. Hello. Um, we've got some treasure and stuff that we are wanting to sell. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, uh, let us see what we uh, what we have. Uh, and she begins looking over your various belongings. After, I'm going to say this is. Let's call this a persuasion check for general bartering. I'm, I'm going to do it. Can we help at all, or yeah. is it just a one-off? One I mean, like, if you're all kind of chipping in, fine. Then I'll let you yeah. do, do it with advantage. So I'll do it with advantage. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I'll roll an insight yeah. check. Definitely me for persuasion. Yeah. Oh, God, that's terrible. Um, Rolled a three and a four with advantage, uh, which is still a 15 for me. Oh, no, hang on, 14. Sorry, I can't do maths, ignore me. Okay. 14. After discussing it through, uh, Jimothy kind of takes, uh, seems to uh, reach the conclusion that while a lot of it is of interest, right now they're, you know, not necessarily looking to, you know, they've, they've just sold a lot of stuff uh, for export to uh, Lisa, uh, to Elizabeth, who has, uh, so they're kind of, they'd be buying it up for next time, uh, essentially. And there's only so much cash she has on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, she is willing to take up to, I will say, up to three hundred gold pieces total of of jewelry, mm-hmm. and up to f- two hundred gold pieces total of treasure from you. Two hundred cause... divided by three. Um, hang on. So. So two oh, sorry. Two hundred. Okay. For after because of that fourteen, we'll say two hundred. She'll stretch to two hundred and ten. Thank you. That's really really helpful. <laughs> okay, so that's seventy each of treasure. Yeah. And a hundred each. And a hundred each jewelry. of jewelry. Yes, yeah, so you can all take that much off your off your packs, and because of that, uh, because Great. of the of the rate you did, uh, she gives. 14, 14, but she rolled one on the inside, so I'll say that you are actually able to get it at market rates. Like, you Great. don't you don't get extra, but you don't lose out either. So we should all have, yeah, 170 yeah, gold, more than we had. Gold. 70 less of treasure, 100 less of jewellery. Cool. Yeah. Which is all paid in Sulean uh, gold uh, uh, crowns. Uh-huh. Okay, okay great. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just doing maths. That is quite a lot of. Uh, that is quite a lot of things. Uh, is there anything that I can provide for you? You have alcohol. Ah, uh, yes, we have a number of alcohols. What kind of alcohol are you looking for? Whiskey. That is all right then. Uh, she is basically because again they've got a lot of, uh, of stuff here and they're not too far from the dwarves. Uh, she's got two. We've got neatly into three brands of whiskey here. Um, we she has some. Straight up cheap local Sulian, you know, Highland Sulian whiskey uh, for two silver pieces a bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has uh, Kearney's whiskey, which is, you know, like, you know, good Highland scotch mm-hmm. functionally, and that's uh, five silver a bottle. Uh, 
or she has for a gold piece of bottle a uh, dwarven whiskey. Two bottles of dwarven whiskey. Okay, she sells you two bottles of dwarven whiskey. It's two gold. Excellent. Uh, she is also willing to sell you uh, trail rations at a rate of one copper piece per day. Okay. I will get three weeks. Okay, you pay thirty. You pay three silver pieces and get thirty days of rations. Mm-hmm. Um, Decent. Also, do you have coffee? We do, in fact, have some coffee. And uh, yep, she is willing to. You've, right you've still well, got your little cafetiere, haven't you? I've got a kettle. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> so uh, she sells you a. Uh, it's important, so it's quite expensive. But again, but for a gold piece, uh, she sells you a bag of coffee beans nice. you need to roast and grind them yourself mm-hmm. um, but basically you've got about a month's worth of coffee mm-hmm. cool so. I'll just put one month coffee yeah uh-huh. sweets um, she does actually have, you some, have sweets she does have some sweets available you have literally never ending sweets uh, not that is true <laughs> if you want to buy sweets anyway you can I would like to buy sweets anyway, please. How much? <laughs> As always, it's more a question of proportion. Like, she has up to probably five gold pieces worth of sweets before you completely clean out every jar she has. I will buy a gold of sweets, please. Oh, good. You're going to leave some sweets for the children of Jimothy. Good. Little, <laughs> little Jimothy will be able to have his treats after all. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you can't have little Jimothy going out with it, uh, going without his, you know, toffees or something. Oh, monkey food! <laughs> uh, monkey food uh, again is like for a month. A month of monkey food is um, because it's all you know, like it's literally peanuts. Uh, we'll call it. Uh, yeah, we'll call this a round silver piece. By the by, just for the record, I rolled an addiction check when we got up, and I'm still one point addicted. Cool, so, thank yeah, you. Just so I let you know. So you didn't recover any hit dice. Didn't think I used any. No, you're, you're, you're fine. Mm. Um, but yes. Uh, how many months How many months of monkey food do you want? Just the one at the Okay. Yeah. You buy a month worth of just nuts and, and dried fruits. Is there anything else that I can do to help? Are you a person who sells potions? I don't know what they sell in general stores on the surface. Oh, we... Well, we do have a few that, were, uh, that from our last uh, visit with the traders. Uh, I believe I have a total of uh, six. Hmm. Okay. Um, he- healing? Ah, uh, yes. Healing. Okay. Nods. How much are those? That is the only ones we have. Uh, those are 30. Uh, double check from memory. Nope, they're not 30. They're, they're, that's, uh, that's ridiculously cheap. That's very cheap. Yeah, because <laughs> these are normally 50, aren't they? Uh, so, yeah, that would actually be... Uh, so they are because of the uh, unfortunately because of the costs of those I believe those are sixty. Um, I might be wrong about that. Yeah, sorry, no, no, no. Potions are different. It is twenty-five. So it's like those are thirty. Could I buy two of those, please? Of course. Thank you very much. She passes you over the two small healing potions. Mm-hmm. Healing potions are crazily expensive so that uh, would be 60 for the two of them yeah mm-hmm. sorry I'm just taking it literally bottled magic works on a whole different economic scale oh yeah <laughs> yeah 
Do you know if there is a place around here I could uh, get some ammunition? Oh yes, I would suggest you go over to Jimothy. Uh, she nods in the direction of the blacksmith. <laughs> Jimothy the blacksmith, right. All right. I believe she has a number of uh, different... Uh, she, she may still have some uh, musket shots still around. Right, you are then. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and yeah, you. Unless there's anything else you want to buy from uh, Jimothy, uh, you head over to Jimothy. Uh, <laughs> and, ah! Yeah. Uh, Jim, mostly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jimothy is, um, as I mentioned before, short, muscular, dwarven woman. Uh, her clothes are actually a lot simpler than the a lot of the others, but probably because she's working at a forge right now. Uh, although she's not actually at the forge, she's currently uh, doing some uh, cold forging work. And uh, she is wearing a simple woolen tunic and trousers, leather apron, has uh, a thick russet beard and hair. Uh, all of it, though, meticulously braided and threaded with many silver rings. Uh, she has grey eyes as well. So, she says, looking up. Ah, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to my shop. My name's uh, Jimothy. Jimothy. I- Jimothy Ironfounder. So, how can I help you? Uh, well, I was wondering if you got any uh, carbine or pistol shot. I believe I can help you with that if you'd just like to come with me. And uh, she does actually have a quite a lot of. She does have both shot and powder for sale. Uh, and if I quickly consult my price guide, hmm. which is way up here, I need to print that price guide into a more reliable source. Um, from ah yes, here we go. So it is. Yep, no, that's accurate. Uh, ten, uh, ten musket shots with associated uh, with associated cartridges of powder costs one silver piece. Uh, she actually has quite a lot of ammunition available. Uh, she pr- brings you into the back, and you can see uh, in her back room behind a solidly locked uh, iron uh, steel rein- uh, steel, yeah, wood and steel reinforced door. Uh, a selection of muskets, uh, a couple of blunderbusses, several pistols, wow. um, some uh, some grenades, uh, <laughs> and uh, several uh, uh, several securely kept kegs of powder, uh, and several just basically just large buckets of shot of slightly diff- of, uh, slightly different calibers. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, if it's uh, one silver piece for ten then I will uh, spend 10 silver pieces and get 100. Okay, you get 100. I uh, might do the same, She, she can also pro- right. Yes, yeah. she can also provide shot for, for your blunderbuss um, at the, at I think it's the, the rate is one silver per five uh, scatter shot or slug shot. All right, let's call it uh, around um, uh, 20 silver pieces then. Yeah. Mm. You now have 50. Uh, divide up that slug, sc- slug or scatter shot as you will, but make a note of what proportions you buy in. Okay. Uh, well, it can be half and half, can't it? Yeah. Ammunition is cheap. Well, you know, yeah. it's not cheap from Relatively. the standards of normal economy, but you're adventurers. You <laughs> literally went into a rune and came out with treasure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, that means I should have at least um, five scatter shot and five um, uh, slug shots and a uh, hundred assorted uh, um, balls for the carbine pistols. Timothy. Shopping episodes. Yeah, shopping episodes. Shopping episodes. Timothy. Yes. Do you um do you engrave things? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Just wondering if you would you engrave a gun? Happily, I could do that overnight for you and have it ready for you in the morning. Mm, I've got a spare actually. Or if you want a rush job, I'm sure I could see what I. I can see if I can do it within a, within an hour or so. I'd be happy to pay a little bit more if you would. All right. This will uh, be aware. I do charge triple for rush jobs. How much is it in the first place? Uh, you'll be looking at a good uh, five silver pieces. Yeah, fine. Okay. Um, I'd like you to write fuck you on the side of it, please. Ah, one of those. Very well. Thank you. <laughs> and you can see she actually has um, a... She, she apparently gets this one quite often because she has uh, a specially made die uh, is <laughs> done in beautiful cursive in reverse uh, the words fuck you <laughs> and she actually just takes that and carefully hammers the die <laughs> onto the still charges you like 15 silver pieces it's fine yeah <laughs> but yeah no apparently she gets this this request so often incredible <laughs> That she has a, a die pre-made for it. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. It's actually done in like like the better part. It's actually done in like 10 minutes. This is beautiful. Including Thank smoothing you. and finishing. That's all right. <laughs> um, right. Um, shall we go and hide inside? I do also do musket. I do also do flintlock balls with your enemies' names on if you'd like. But those would take a bit... Those are an overnight job, because I have to do those custom. Um, That's a little specialist, but it would be very satisfying to um, uh, shoot a ball into uh, Olga with her name on it. It would be good. I mean, the likelihood of me actually killing her with a gun is very little, but maybe you would. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I know we're planning on killing her anyway, but... It does make it feel a little bit like murder if we take the time to carve her name into a <laughs> I mean... Scamp, how many people is she even directly uh, responsible for oh, killing? Oh, loads! The make us murderers until we carve her name into a um, Are you sure we're not murderers? Because... I'm not sure. <laughs> I th- I think we should talk about something else. Um, I but, agree. Says yeah. Jim who has been awkwardly <laughs> standing in the middle of this conversation. Sorry. Have a lovely okay. day. <laughs> Does anybody else need anything from this lovely blacksmith before we leave? I'm sorry. Her? And apparently gunsmith. Yeah. Yeah. Bef- before we Cousin leave her might alone. even yeah. Cousin might even say uh, to to Jimothy, hag deals not even once. <laughs> or oh. twice. It's a song they've heard before. <laughs> uh, so you head back to Jimothy's, exclamation mark, um, <laughs> and <laughs> settle in for a few... You settle in and get a few drinks as the, the day grows dimmer before the... Uh, and actually, as you're heading back, you notice um, the town kind of 
like it's quite a small town and as you get towards where the gate is and not far from the uh, tavern uh there is kind of the tree line starts very abruptly there's just forest after a certain point um and you can see near the edge of the almost the threshold of town there are a number of small stone shrines uh with small little like things like straw dolls or burnt wildflowers or little carved icons left on them and it actually strikes you um causing there's no there's no church in this town like there's you know these no church of the region no church of the region in this town not even like a little um you know uh, a little votive, uh, a little votive altar, like you'll sometimes get in out of the way villages. Hmm. Well, I mean, given everything else going on here, I don't imagine that um, uh, lack of the uh, a church of the region is the weirdest thing. But hmm. I mean, when was we should have asked when was this place founded? It could be pre-regency anyway. Hmm. Might be. I might ask someone uh, later. Or. So. Saints helpers, I could even ask that chanter bloke, but. Um, oh, don't get him started. Oh. No. I'd probably get the whole freaking song and dance, literally. Yeah. yeah, we'd be there for hours. So. Dreamfold's opening when it hits dark time. Uh, du- dusk. There's <laughs> a word for that. There is indeed um, a word for that, says uh, Fighty. Actually, Fighty's, no, Fighty's not with you. Fighty has been baffling. drinking steadily this whole time. Mm. Uh, when you looked at, last looked in, he was kind of half passed out at the bar. Mm. <laughs> so, I vote we go inside somewhere where we can peep out a window and wait for it to open. See if anything comes through. Because we've been told that we need to be inside, right? Yeah, that makes sense. So if Stringer Smith doesn't come through, great, we're inside. But if he does, we'll be able to see him. It is currently looking like there's probably about five, ten minutes or so till sundown, like the sun's really low in the eye. Uh, and as you're heading towards Jimothy's, uh, you see a short figure running towards you from elsewhere in the town. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Um, I hate to say this, but... Have you seen Henri? Oh, I no. I left him with a childminder uh, when I was uh, I was finalizing some last deals, but that bitch! There was apparently a fight with one of the children. They were mocking him for not being called Jimothy. That's so, the weirdest reason to mock anyone <laughs> I have ever heard. But in this place, that's. I mean, not excusable, but understandable. Children are cunts, right? Where, where was he last seen? Uh, uh, she gestured over to the house where they were, but, uh, like, but I've looked around there. Um, can you please... Uh, I know we have not got long till uh, sundown, but can you please give me a, a hand just look, uh, looking around the town, seeing if you can find him? Uh, of course. Ori! Ori! Um, yeah, can I ask you all to make an investigation check if you want to help, please? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I imagine we all shout as well yeah. and... The, yeah. the, the Jimothy music, by the way, is now coming from inside the the, the, the tavern. They've apparently retired. The, the band has retired there um, for the evening. Was it investigation? Investigation. Oh, so it's a fourteen. Twelve. Cersei, so, so you're running around. Okay, you're kind of looking. You you check high. You check low. You call at your call at his name, but Cersei, so, so you're by the sh- not too far from the shrines. You're looking around. and You see just beyond 
just beyond the threshold, a few trees into the wood, you can see there is a small toy bear with one missing eye. Oh. Lisbeth. Ah, have you found something? And she runs yes. over and you, you hear uh, her calling and the rest of you join back over towards, uh, run over towards Celestia. I'm sorry, but look at that. Oh, my dear regent. Can I, I have to go uh, after him. Would he have run in there? I mean, he knows not to... He knows to... I don't know, maybe if he was uh, running away from the boys, but he should have come back in. I have to search for him. Right. Can I have a look and see if there's um, any tracks? Uh, yeah, ma- the... uh, do you pass into the woods to do it, or are you just looking? Uh... I'm going to be looking first around the vicinity of where the uh, the bear was found, but then if I don't find anything there, I uh, might move a little bit further in. Okay, you look... Well, not out of sight of anyone yeah. else. Without but, without yeah. stepping into the woods, you look. Give me a survival check. Survival, okay. Okay, that Sun is a... 19. Okay, you can see, studying through the dim, dim light... There is just, you make out tracks, small footprints, and then larger boot prints, signs of a scuffle, before heavy boots uh, carry us what looked like a struggling uh, feet away before lifting them up. And and human sized boots? Human sized, probably, yeah, definitely human sized, and human human boot prints as well. Well, bollocking hell, we. We've got to help, haven't we? I think yeah. we'd rather do. She, shit. Elizabeth right. looks up at you, is genuinely surprised. You, you will help. You're going in there on be. your own. That'd be fucking I'm not stupid. Sure you should Come go on. in there at all. Oh, thanks, your agent. I am going after my son, but. Oh well, yeah. Going I, into the woods alone at this time of night is probably suicide. We got to stick together. I'm not a fighter, but um. It's all right. We. We are. Are we fighters? Is that a thing? She we looks are? at the double cutlasses and pistols that Corson is carrying, and the blunderbuss across his back. You seem to be a fighter. I'm. I'd be very glad to have you with us. <laughs> right. We're right. certainly a lot more. And he um, gives a, a a side glance to Fighty here. We're certainly a lot more. Fighty's drunk in the bar. Fighty's piss- passed out in the bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, in in which case, um, he, he says. We're certainly a bit more fighty than most people here. <laughs> okay. And as you step and move towards the woods, you realise the Jimothy song has finished. The sun is gone. You see in the distance, about 50 feet away, just this multicoloured halo of the, do- of the gate beginning to reopen. But as you stand at the threshold... You hear a soft chorus of voices. Can't tell where they're coming from. Just there's no no one no Jimothy's around to sing it. Take one step more. You pass beyond our sight. The song pauses, waiting to see what you'll do. Who was that? 
just seem to come from all around you. Coulson takes the carbine off his shoulder and loads it. <laughs> Someone needs to watch this portal and make sure Smith doesn't come through. There is a <laughs> stumbling as you see a kind of vaguely half-awake fighty systems out. Excellent! <laughs> What's this? Fighty, fighty, darling. Um, could you keep an eye on the portal and see if a man with his head stitched on comes out of it? Sure thing! He's a cannibal. Don't let him eat you. I've had plenty of people not eat me before. Alright. If he does come out, just hit him a bit until we're back. Go for the stomach. It's his weak point. I'll do. <clears throat> ah. Dread, so it starts coughing a tankard. I'd pay you in booze, but I think maybe you've had enough. And that's for <laughs> You're me. You're not my mother. Thank <laughs> fuck. No, I'm not. Right, let's... And let's. Uh, once again, you hear the voice just coming out of nowhere. Take one step more. You pass beyond our sight. No time like the present. Are we gonna do this? Maybe we should sing the whole way. <laughs> I can sing. I like singing. Maybe that would be a good idea, actually. <sighs> Fucking hell! At least you can sing stuff you like. That's true. I get out, get out my guitar. Whiskey is the life of man. Whiskey, Johnny. Well, I drink whiskey where I can. And as you whiskey step over the threshold. The voice finishes. Now you will learn why you fear the night. And that is where we will pick up after our break. Oh, Oh, I don't want to pause after that. That's horrible. Yeah. All right. We rejoin you all after these no doubt important messages. And now a word from our friends over at One Shot Onslaught. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Master Adam here to tell you all about One Shot Onslaught. We are an actual play D&D 5e podcast and we even follow some of the rules. Rules? No one said there'd be rules. We play through popular one-shot modules from dmsco.com so that you can drop in at any episode that has part one in the title. The players are all a part of the Adventurers Guild, specifically a group called the D-Team. And we have Lord Sean Snow, the hero's hero, who is a 140-year-old human wizard. I cast magic missile up its We have Death, who is a tiefling rogue who only eats raw meat and is a little bit shifty when it comes to morals. Did somebody say meat? The dwarf druid Ironclaw, who loves nature almost as much as he loves oatmeal. Cinnamon oatmeal, or get the F out. And last but not least, we have Ted, the tiefling bard who loves to jam out on his magic guitar and skadoosh out on his magical flying broom. Skadoosh. Find us wherever you download your podcast by searching for One Shot Onslaught and look for new episodes every single Monday. It's time for the interlude, and we don't mean to be rude. So if you'll forgive us our jive, you would fill a 
us all with glee. Tell your friends or buy us coffee. And be sure to like, share and subscribe. Leave us a review on dear old iTunes. You'll fill us with just so much cheer. As for Patreon, or much to put on. Ask us later on in the year. And. Welcome back. You have passed beyond the threshold out of Jimothy. The forest is dark and quiet. There is there are trees stretching out in every direction, but there are some tracks leading on deep, heavy human footprints. The four of you, Celestia, Corzim, Scamp, and Elisabeth, proceed deeper into the woods. I'm going to quite quietly sing this whole time. Well, a drop of Granville's blood wouldn't do us any harm. A drop of Granville's blood wouldn't do us any harm. So on. Okay. <laughs> so... Causing you're leading, I assume you're leading the tracking. Yeah. Can I ask for a survival check from you and a performance okay. check from Celestia to see how long you can keep that up for without needing to stop or anything? Yeah, I'm not doing like a big energy performance. By no, the way, no, no, no. You're quietly. just trying to keep it up. Um, there's a few things. <laughs> Sorry, my my dice fuck, got stuck in the dice tower. Uh, Hang on. Roll the fuck on the fuck dice. <laughs> I think Scamp will take over any time that Celestia sort of falters. That's a 17 for survival. Okay. Since you are saying that, Scamp, it's not a, it's not advantage. Scamp may also make a check. Yeah, I mean, I got a 1. Like, there's yeah, no going back from that, really. Check. A 1's a 1. <laughs> okay. Corzin knows the shanties. He'll, care, oh, he'll um, pitch in. Your attention is focused on the ground. You, you pitch in where you can, but it's not... 12, yeah. is that? Cool. Yeah, 12. Yeah. So, with a 17, you are easily enough able to follow the tracks. You can see where they just trudge onwards for a short time. And you're carrying on for the next 10 minutes, 15, 20. At one point, you see the footsteps suddenly shift in length and depth, breaking into can a Can I tell run. numbers? Uh, initially there's one, but they are joined by a second pair after a while, and a third and fourth. But then when the running starts, they break, they move in slightly different directions. A little confused as to which set you're following. As you run on, you run forwards until you see a figure slumped against a tree. Uh, Celestia is just being kind of carrying on the singing, quietly under her breath. The ho- uh, yeah, not under her breath, but like a low energy. Just like low this whole singing. Time. Um, and you see there is a figure, a human figure, slumped against one tree. They are very dead. Very freshly dead. Something has torn away their jaw, tongue, throat, and has, t- and has slit open their abdomen and taken out their lungs in their entirety. Oh. Um, but you can see there is a tattered, uh, kind of travel-worn, uh, 
deep blue uniform of a Sulian soldier. And um, as you're looking, uh, Lisabeth goes, Wait a minute. I recognize that man. He was one of those... um, one of the deserters that uh, Blanc was uh, uh, dealing with. Deserters. Do they usually where? Op- uh, from the army? Do they usually operate in this area? No, they... by the regent, he must have followed. He must have followed me up here, but he couldn't have entered uh, Jimothy. He didn't have the seal. What you think? Hang on, I'm so so out of character for a second. I just need to get something straight. Were we there when she was talking about Blanc? Uh no, you weren't. We didn't that hear was her with, that was between her I and her and I couldn't remember if she'd mentioned it no. at okay. another time. Yeah, yeah. So actually, so, I don't so know. Celestia that. Doesn't so Celestia doesn't know this. that last thirty yeah. seconds. So who's this? Uh, Blanc. Uh, he was my partner. Uh, 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 in, in my trading, I recently broke away from him because of his involvement uh, with these criminals and uh, predators. Uh, but he must have followed. Perhaps he... I thought I had kept the uh, the trade with uh, Jimothy secret from him. He must have found out about and tried to follow me. But you can't get into Jimothy unless you have the seal. Well, by the looks of things, right. we've got at least four men here. You know, including this one. Mm. If they couldn't get into Jimothy, they must have been wandering around in this forest lost. Celestia, while you've been talking, you've been talking... And Corzin, you are the first one to hear. Okay. You turn around and you look and you can see something in the woods moving closer. It, it's larger than a wagon. Mm-hmm. It's long, long limbs moving frantically as it speed as it moves jerkily and erratically, but quickly towards you. In silence, as you try to sing, as you try to sing, your throat catches. Natural one. Ah shit! Yeah. <coughs> and you find yourself coughing and casting through. <laughs> this creature, it has the head and body of a nightingale, but the bird's neck is elongated, prehensile and curves and bobs as it moves. Its wings and legs are stretched and spindly. This thing cannot fly, it could never have flown. Each limb has seven joints, stretching five times as long as its body, each limb moving independently of the rest. And as it goes closer, you can just hear the... from its throat. Like something that tries to sing but never can. <coughs> Someone sing something for fuck's sake. <coughs> I dreamed a dream the other night. <coughs> it seems to react to the singing and kind of crunches its head down as if trying to uh, to block the sound out and with terrifying speed scuttles away. <laughs> Well, that was literally the worst. Let's uh, never stop singing again. With Wendish eyes so bright and blue and wheels of cheese around. She was pretty, she was willing. She got down on her knees. So I leaned over that milkmaid's head and stole away her cheese. I'm just going to carry yeah, on. Yeah, no, you can see yeah. singing for a time. Um, okay, yeah, you're just carrying on, trying to keep up the singing as best you can. 
if you need to swap out signal, then yeah. someone else will join in. We'll do. I carry on, and singing. then they can stop. <laughs> yeah, you can't understood. Carry on uh, because of the confusion in the tracks. Causin, can I ask for another s- survival check? And from uh, Celestia and pardon me, and from um, uh, Scamp somehow forgot your name. Okay. Uh, so survival. Uh, perce- uh, no, uh, no, performance from you two. Survival okay, from uh, cool. from Causin. Yeah, I uh, guess me and Scamp are just rotating the singing. Oh, yeah. 13. Oh, that was good. Okay. So. Exactly sing, Twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> you, you keep up that bardic stride. Yeah, it's actually good as well. I'm going to yeah. say it's not under the breath singing. It's actually like, it's like quite very loudly, fun to watch. Oh, when I was in Meet Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. Kisses may come and kisses may go. There's always time for sleeves. But when the milkmaid turns her back, be sure to steal the cheese. Uh, I knew I saw this lady. Yeah, Lisa Lot has an awful singing voice. And she, <laughs> she, she mostly lets you do it. Um, so, what was the survival check? Exactly the same, 17 again. Okay. You quickly, you see signs of one of the uh, footsteps having to fight a little bit more. Uh, And again, smaller footsteps hit the ground for a moment. You see where where a small figure tried to run away but was caught and dragged again before being picked up. You carry on. Every now and again, you see just glimpses of the Nightingale-type figure, but but you sing louder and it gets driven off. Until eventually, uh, until eventually, um, you hear. Can I actually? Yeah, you have it. Be, you hear just faintly, causing with your passive perception in the distance. Wait, do you hear singing? What's, what's going on? That I don't trust it. Get, come on, let's get back to camp. And the sound of running footsteps through those uh, forest. Sounds like maybe two or three figures. It's just Causin that hears that, yeah? Uh, Causin has the highest passive perception. Yeah, yeah, cool. You, you no, guys are busy singing. I keep singing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to um, uh, gesture to everyone else to uh, follow in that direction. Okay. I do a thumbs up and keep singing. Okay. You guys keep singing, yeah. Your, your attention, like, they know you're here, so uh, if this is a chase... Uh, and they are running f- f- away from you. If you want to, if you want to try and follow them, so this uh, going to take your existing tracking and running rolls, but uh, sorry, uh, singing rolls. But can I have uh, athletics checks from you, please? Oh dear. Yep. Lol. <laughs> i roll for them as well. Well, that's not bad actually for me. That's, that's a natural s- twenty. Uh, Thirteen. Oh. So that's a nineteen. Isn't horrendous. Okay. Eight. Okay. Causing with your short legs, you start to fall behind. <laughs> um, but Scamp, you speed on ahead. You guys are singing. They're not. You ru- uh, Scamp, as you run ahead, you can see there are three figures. No sign of uh, Henri, but the uh, but there are two humans and a halfling, all desperately running, looking spooked by the woods. All dre- uh, yeah, they have muskets. They seem to be uh, a cu- one of them has a saber. It looks like yeah, very much the look of. Uh, f- of deserters from the army um but as one of them as the halfling who's lagging behind place turns no no you see you see and with almost no sound (laughs) the despiser of song and its long nightingale like body swoops out of the side of the woods and crunches just the talons of its one of its long wing-like limbs 
into the halfling's jaw- mouth, crushes up through its jaw, and tears out jaw, throat, uh, lungs, and all. And then drags just those parts away into the woods. Can we see Henri at all? Can uh, we tell where on- he Henri does, doesn't appear to be with these, uh, with the two okay. that have escaped, but they can, but they seem to be running in a very specific direction. The two that have escaped, are we within shouting distance of them? Yes, because they can hear you singing. So they I'm going to pause shouting. my song for a second and say, "You have to sing, or it'll eat you," and then carry on singing. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I knew uh, a man, uh, boys are. Uh, uh, Bo Jack, you poetry, not singing. That's <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> Have we got any idea what this thing is? Uh, you tell me. Do you have any idea what this thing is? <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's a nightmare of song. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, as your best guess is what is scamps. It's a okay. nightmare. <laughs> um, Some kind of nightmare creature. Okay. <laughs> however, the despiser of song, as it pulls away the creature, you see it <laughs> vanishes deeper into the woods, going distant, dist- more and more distant, pulling away. It seems to have retreated somewhere to feast upon its prize. But as you carry running on, singing, ch- charging after, you go. You hear one of them call. Oh, and I was a milkman. No, that, that, that. Quickly, over there. And you hear them peel off. Uh, scamp. You, I'm going to say, new athletics checks because they're as they uh, just because as they as they're going to duck into some heavy foliage and try and lose you. Okay. Oh, Sixteen. Okay, you're able to keep track of at least one of them. Um, but one, uh, one of them, you break through the bushes, one of them is gone. One of them you see running off into the distance. Uh, and there, just through the trees, you can see a cabin. Just a log cabin, distant, built from rotted old logs. Broken shutters in the windows, an old roof of layered branches in, in disrepair. The door just hangs slightly off one hinge, creaking in the wind. There is no wind. It's pitch black within. Do you keep running, chasing after the one you can see? Uh. (laughs) The empty cabin's one of the monsters, isn't it? Yeah, it very much is. (laughs) That was one of the ones they listed. Yeah. If he's not running directly towards it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's trying to run away from it. Let's not go near them. Yeah. Okay. Give it a wide berth. Run, run after him. You keep running after him. You, the, you, like the two of you, as you're running behind, chasing after Scamp, you catch brief sight of it, but carry on. You run onwards. You're getting closer. You're gaining on him. You look forwards. There, in the distance, closer this time, an old rotted log cabin. You see him spot it, freak out, turn, and try to a, a change direction to run away from it. Uh, still running away from you as well, kind of like trying to split between the the difference. Right.
I'm still singing. <laughs> yeah, you're still singing. Yeah. Is Corson managing to at least keep up? Uh, I think you are just about keeping up, but you are kind of running behind a bit. Uh, okay. Lizalot is with you. Uh, not Lizalot, Elizabeth is with you. Uh, kind of keeping pace with you uh, with her similarly halfling sized legs. Mm. Okay. I guess keep following him. Okay. Uh, yeah. Give me one last athletics check, everyone, as he's trying to lose okay. you one last oh, time. Oh, oh, that's a two. Fucking Eleven. Ten. You, st- you see, he with a last burst of speed, he charges ahead uh, and breaks your sight, and you kind of run after his tracks before you just hear. You, ro- you uh, rush okay. through, uh, as you, you chase, you find a clearing. There is a man just tied to an old rickety chair. He looks dehydrated, desiccated, as if he was left somewhere to thirst to death. There is another figure you can just see nearby. Uh, just poking out, you can see the boots of Sulian, uh, of Sulian military issue boots. But it's bundled in an old bedsheet with a candlestick thrust through through the, the figure's chest. You look up. Not 50 feet away. A cabin built from rotted old logs. The shutters are broken on the windows. The old roof of Leia's branches is in disrepair. The front door hangs slightly off one hinge, creaking in the wind. It is pitch black within. In between anything I say, I'm going to carry on my song. Yeah, yeah you're way. still singing. Yeah. Well, we need to get the fuck out of here. Where's the other I... one gone? Yeah. Can we um, try and retrace our steps and find where the other one went? Are you going to go? Uh, okay. Are you going to go back and try and find it? Find them. I think that's probably the best idea. Okay. You turn around. You re- step. We re- start retracing your steps. The moment you get through, you find yourself in the in the patch of wood behind with an old log cabin built from rotted old logs 20 feet away from you. The door swings on one hinge, creaking in the wind. There is no wind. Okay, this is weird. This is fucking weird. Again, I'm still it, singing in between. Yeah, you're just like, this what, is what fucking weird. Like, what drunken sailor? What shall we do with a drunken sailor? Just like casually yeah. underneath this whole conversation is going on. If, if we look behind uh, uh, us right now, can we see the same thing where we came from? How many of you look behind you? Not all of us. Okay, Corson, you look behind? I do too, I would. Okay, Corson and Celestia, you look behind. No cabin back there. Just the cabin in front of you, 20 feet away. You can ch- I'm not liking this at all. We're just here for the child. Take all of the soldiers you like. Just let us through to find the child. Make a persuasion check. Oh. <laughs> Oof. So nearly a 20. Uh, 13. The door swings open and the pitch blackness seems to reveal... Still dark inside, a room with a single room cottage with a burnt out old table in the centre, surrounded by toppled broken chairs. Rusted, you can see there is a drawer which is open with rusted cutlery glimmering ominously. 
There's an old sort of clay oven, cracked, filled with unswept ash. The door creaks gently in the wind. There is no wind. If we go in there, it's going to eat us, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No, this is a monster that once is dead. Yeah, it's like, come into my mouth. That sounded worse than I intended it to, so let's just keep singing. (laughs) (laughs) Step into my parlour, said the spider to the fly. Hmm. Anyone? No. Sestia is starting to run out of songs at this point, so when you mention flies, she goes, There was an old woman who swallowed a fly. (laughs) Start with that one as the next one. (laughs) I can never remember how it ends, other than the horse. Perhaps she'll die. Alright. Without actually entering the the cottage, uh, Corson is going to move a little bit closer towards it to see if he can uh, better see if there's anything living inside it. Okay. Give me a perception check. Okay. Great. That's going to be a nine. Okay. With a nine, you can see... You, you're the only one who's come up to look into it. You can see there's a very dirty, dusty, broken old house. Not old cottage. Everything's in disrepair. Is there like a an upstairs to this place, or is no? It it's a single room cottage. Okay. So, I mean, it's it it's not particularly obvious whether or not there's a person in there, but you know. Th- I mean, you can see into it. There's no one in there. All right. Seems to be an empty completely... cabin. That's what they said. Hmm. But it. But Jimothy must have made a deal with it. Alright. So maybe we can. The only other thing in there is a cupboard, which is closed. Is it big enough for a small child to uh, be hiding in? Conceivably. Like, it's a cupboard where you keep utensils. Like, you know, standing things. That sort of... All manner of things. Maybe you could fit... You could put some clothing in there. Like, okay. there's a broken old bed in one corner. Mm. I call out to uh, Henri. Henri, are you in there? Nothing. The c- cupboard just creaks slightly, but that's it. Well, fancy that she swallowed a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is literally <laughs> happening the whole time. <laughs> so, anyone else looked into the tr- in- into it? I'm going to have a look while I'm singing. Give me an investigation check, because you're actually a bit closer this time. 20, dirty. There is a small note, just a little bit of paper you can see tucked into the hinge of the cupboard uh, door, which is closed. There was an old woman, there's a note in the cupboard, there's a note in the cupboard, there's a note in the cupboard. She carries on the song. (laughs) We're not coming in. If you want to negotiate, put something in the window. There is another sort of... Give me another persuasion check. (laughs) 
This thing has limited abilities to do things. Uh, 15. There is a sort of rattling of the cupboard for a moment, and the note slips out and slide just sort of floats across the floor until landing just just on the threshold of the house where the door is. Alright. I'm going to let somebody who's not singing read that because yeah. I feel like singing and reading at the same time is mental. Cousin <laughs> yeah, is going to... Actually, he's going to take the um, the the sling stuff and just use mm. the end of it to um, okay. pull the note out and then pick it up. Pull the note, you open it up, there is a, sm- a note in neat handwriting inside which says what does a house want? And it's signed J. I want to make it a home. Reasonable answer. Again, there is kind of a creaking and a rumbling from the cupboard door. One creak for yes, two creaks for no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the house is silent, apart from the gently swinging front door. To be lived in. Creak. I keep singing, obviously. Yeah. Okay. A house wants to uh, to be lived in. Um. We can't live in you. We've got shit to do. I keep singing. <laughs> yeah. Did um, you kill that man? Creek. If you wanted someone to live in you, then why did you kill them? Complex rattling. <laughs> maybe some sort of alphabet system <laughs> no we haven't got time for that <laughs> again the, the cupboard door is rattling like ex- uh, quite imploringly can you open Did that? taking a yeah. child creak creak if we find you another soldier will you just kill them? no reply Can the cupboard is not open, forest? by the way. The cupboard is closed. Yeah. Creak, creak. Oh, it'd be quite nice to have a house Was one for yes and two for no? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I care on singing. Um, <laughs> Alright. Do you know where so- the child is? Creak. Where? Can you can you show us? Pause, then creak. If we shut our eyes, will you move in the right direction? No response. How can you show us? Complicated, Complicated rattling of the of the of the uh, cupboard door. Is the child in the cupboard? Creak, creak. Okay. <laughs> Are they nearby? No We're response. Twenty questions with a cabin in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> if we come in, will you eat us? Complicated rattling from the cupboard. Right. Well, we're not going in then. Uh, pause. Creak, creak. Can I roll insight on a? Yes. Oh, roll insight, please. Roll insight. I'm not rolling insight. I'm too busy. <laughs> 
I, I super I, want to roll insight, even though I think I've, I've she swallowed a horse. She's dead, of course. She's <laughs> Celestia. <laughs> the twelve. If I, if you feel like you feel like the the cabin really wants something from you, and it probably relates to this cupboard in some way. That is, you wish you took mage hand. Um. <laughs> Does nobody have mage hand? Nope. <laughs> nope. No one has mage hand at this ah, party. Ah. I'm waiting to could, level up enough that I can get a new cantrip. Could you do it with thalmaturgy? <laughs> oh, I could open doors. Oh yes. my god! I could yes. try thalmaturgy. Okay, you kind of focus your like innate tiefling magic and and the cupboard door swings open. And you can see there is a mop, several brushes, a bucket with water inside, some sponges. Do you want us to clean up? The rat door rattles, bang, once against the wall. I mean, the house wants us press to clean digitation is going to take a bit of time. <laughs> Fuck it, okay. Okay. If, you, if we do this for you, will you be able to show us where the child is? Bang. You also promise not to eat us if we come inside. Or kill us in any way. Pause. Bang. Okay. Right, let's clean the fucking house then, I guess. <laughs> okay. Lots of prestidigitation happens. Yeah, you grab it. You, those of you without prestidigitation grab some brooms and uh, the mop. Friend. <laughs> friend's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, I think this is uh, this is somewhere I can help. I mostly do prestidigitation. Yeah, friend starts, you know. Because you would if you had Friend actually skill. picks up the mop, like, so the full-on Sorcerer's Apprentice thing starts happening. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. I'll pass a broom yeah, to like Jeffrey this. and see if anything happens. I say to the house, can Jeffrey I get... Jeffrey tries to eat the broom. <laughs> I, say to, Excellent. I say to the house, can I get away with not singing while I'm in here? Bang. Oh, good. Okay, I need a minute. Right, <laughs> let's do some cleaning. Okay. I'm running uh, out I, of songs. I, you spend surprisingly not that long, like maybe five, ten minutes by the time you really get into it, especially with the aid of prestigitation, everyone chipping in. Like you, you sweep the floor. You uh, you mop it. You find the prestige. Like your your uh, scamp. If you're willing to take ten minutes, you can even repair uh, quite a you know the the broken table. Uh, uh, yeah, if center. we're hanging yeah. around that long, I will. Yeah, you sweep out the uh, the oven. Um, curiously, something weird happens because you swear the that that particular ritual takes ten minutes, but you. It feels like it's done in maybe two this time. Strange. Um, also, I guess, light a fire in the fireplace. It yeah, seems you like sweep out the do. oven, you uh, you light a fire in it, the, with a sweep of prestidigitation, the cutlery goes from rusted to glimmering and clean, and then, with surprising little work, the, the, cap, the little cabin is whole. The merry fire burns in the oven. Uh, there, you know, there is, uh, there is the place that's light and clean and homely once again. The uh, and when you fix the, with the moment you fix the door, there is a moment the door slams shut, the windows shut, the whole house reverberates for a moment. Window shutters open, door opens, and it's now pointing a different way through the forest. Thank so, you. Uh, so, thank you. That's the direction then. The front door, ping, hmm. just clatters once. Will you not All eat right. people now you're clean? Is that how it works? Complicated rattling of the front door. <laughs> right. 
I, I don't think we're... someone to live here, we will. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Clatter. Hmm. You depart the empty cottage. Whiskey is the life of man. <laughs> this again. <laughs> and uh, pass. I cast mage armor. Yes. <laughs> oh God, do that, Jesus. <laughs> I was just looking, seeing if I had anything useful. On yes, yes, I do. Uh-huh. And you okay, find uh... the um, yourself heading onwards, and it doesn't take long before. Uh, you find once again fresh footprints in the dirt. Causing, give me, give me a survival check, please. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. Bugger. God damn it. Okay. You continue following the tracks, but then they seem to cross and weave and turn back on themselves as if whoever was running managed to get lost and not back on their own tracks and this continues for a good 10 minutes you're not sure what's happening until you look up and you see suspended from the trees wrapped in silken cocoons are human and halfling bodies with just telltale scraps of blue fabric pieces of uh, musket silhouettes in the uh, in the uh, silk Right, obvious question. Are any of them child-sized? Uh, there are a number that are halfling-sized, but looking up, they're definitely halfling rather than halfling child. Yeah, because we're looking for halfling child. Yeah, because you're looking for halfling child. There's no one that's like, a, that's like, you know, a foot and a half tall. Right, okay. Well, is it, is it like web, is. like spider web? It's spider web. Okay. But, or rather, not almost, it's spider silk, but woven into cocoons rather than spun. Okay. So it's different than what you'd see. Slightly different. There's like so it's, it's the weaving widow. As you look down, you can see there is a figure sat in an old wooden rocking chair. Scamp and every Scamp uh, and uh, Elizabeth will only see this. There is a figure tall, um, shorter than Celestia, with pitch black skin and long silver hair, and very elven-like features. Is she a drow, or...? Almost. Mm. You definitely believe she was. Um, And you can see that she has long strands of spider silk, and she appears to be just crocheting them into patterns. But, um... Corzin and Celestia, you can see stretching out behind her, almost seeming to mesh with the body in front is a vast silvery spider with long uh. strands of kind of glimmering not you can somehow tell not really here silk that stretch out in every direction is this familiar for you yes mm, i thought so the weaving widow looks up hmm Well, seems that there are a number of people traipsing around in the dark. Click. 
click clicks of the crochet needles crochet needles as she's working yeah sorry to bother you we're um looking for a child indeed such terrible business i've always liked children enough that perhaps that little one won't see trouble from me but you're not Jimothy's. Clap, clap, I mean, I am a clap. child, if that helps. Yeah, they are a child. Um, we're just passing through. We don't want to bother you. We're just looking for the little one. Celestia, you can make a, a, a religion check. Probably with advantage, given your background. Well, we don't need advantage. Um, that is um, a 21. You know that these entities are very very given towards caring about rank and position. They like they are very big on tribute on feeling superior on people subordinating themselves or at least that's been the way with the ones you've encountered. Mm. We are, of course, very honoured to be in your presence. Mm. Um, I wasn't expecting to come across one such as you on the surface. Very honoured indeed. Is there anything we could offer you in return for a peaceful trip through the woods? She peers at you and you see the head of the giant spider turn at the same time as her, as her, her elven head does. There's something about you, something of one of my cousins. Tell me, did you were you ever graced by the presence of Utu? I see, that would have been the one in my yeah. church, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes, in fact, um, at some point in my future it's possible I'll be a cleric of Utu. Hmm. It has been a long time. Of course I had my disagreements with my cousins, but she had the clicking pauses for a moment. I do miss little keepsakes. If you had any of my cousins or their children's silk, perhaps? Do I fucking have any drow silk? This isn't a good time for people to check their inventories. I feel like we did, but I really yeah, can't remember where from. I, I feel I like that say, happened. Um, it was do you not have like, some silken rope? Huh? What are you going to say? Do you not have some uh, silken rope? Do you have it? No. no, but I feel like we had some from um, What's from your bow strung with? Um, what is yeah, my yeah, bow yeah, strung with? Um, I've got 50 bow. feet of silk rope. Um... Your bow actually would be because it is strong enough to serve you know, where, where ordinarily these bows could be strung with steel, but in this case, yes, your bow is strung <sighs> with Ariadne and silk. Okay. One second, I say, and I um, take the bow off my back. Where I, Actually, I never said I took it down, so I guess it's yeah, still up. Yeah, I guess up. You still, it's still up. Um, and I spend a couple of minutes, frankly, laboriously taking mm, the bow down and putting watches. it back into pieces. I put it back in my bag. I 
Hold out some. Uh... Extends a hand, and you see a long, uh, <laughs> the a long sort of spidery arm in spirit form follows it, takes it, and begins threading it into her uh, crochet. Well then, I suppose my web will permit you to pass. She sighs for a moment. Do do what you can to save the child. I do like children. Do you have any idea where the child is? She glances to one side and you see the forest. The trees don't move, but it's as if the forest itself changes. As if you were looking at an optical illusion of... of, of uh, 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 of things of the same piece of territory wound get around itself again and again that uncoils and now there's a not clear avenue but there's like a path between trees leading on you can just see signs of a uh, the glimmer of a campfire in the distance hmm. thank you it's been an honour yes it has Give my regards to my cousin. Your cousin being or two? She nods. Right. You carry on and move quickly through. As you step onwards, you can see here in the distance the sounds of argument uh, and grumbling coming from... Uh, this distant fire and you can see up ahead there is a campfire uh with what looked to be nine nope ten upon closer inspection figures there you can see that uh there is a halfling uh in the center uh who is wearing uh not is the only one we're not wearing uh a uniform but he does uh he does carry a carbine uh as well as a as a as a saber um and there are eight of these uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, deserters kind of clustered around the campfire watching the trees like in bluntly terror um and, but you can see that the halfling has his arm held tightly around the uh, form of Henri, who is kind of vaguely struggling, but so you get the feeling that Henri is quite tired. Okay, I say to uh, uh, Lisbeth as quietly as I can, is that him? Yes. Is that his blank? Is he one to be reasoned with? He is all about reason. I know what he wants. He wants this seal. Right. That's probably why he came here. All he wanted was... If he came here, all he wanted was to get to Jimothy so that he could muscle in on the lucrative trade. So the fact that his wife and child were here uh, meant nothing to him then? Oh, right. Are you... Uh, oh, business like... partners. Business partners. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, he is... 
He liked to think of himself as a father figure for Henri, but we were not that way. Hmm. All right. If this goes south, then I, I, I don't suppose I have uh, breaking up a family on my conscience. We should probably know now whether or not we're allowed to kill him. <sighs> I... <laughs> I mean, I'd rather not, but you know, if it came I to do it, not know. I do not know. Blanc is a ruthless businessman, but he's threatening your child by by even being here. He is uh, putting your child in danger. You're right. Okay, so that's. I'm not a murderer, but how try much... try to capture him if you can. But... How much would it fuck you up to give him a seal? If he gets my son back, that's the only thing that matters. Right. So let's try talking to him first, shall we? Yeah. Alright. Celestia. Yes. You know you've got that thing where you can make everyone like you by singing for a while. I can do that. We have a really good excuse to sing for a while. Yes. That's a fucking brilliant idea. Um. Ooh. I can only do four people. I can get one of them. Well, then make it him. Mm-hmm. Or make him one of them. I can get him immediately when we get close. Are we ready for another round? Whiskey is the man <laughs> running out of songs. <laughs> you begin proceeding very uh, obviously. You're not going to sneak through on this occasion, but singing uh, the you know, the so- song loudly. You can see the mercenary. Uh, sorry, the, the, and yeah, I'm going to do yeah, the, the, the enthralling performance thing, yeah. please. Begin sort of like scrambling for their guns. They're kind of leveling them at you, but they're kind of relieved to see someone who's not a frigging monster mm. <laughs> charging out of the, yeah. uh, coming out of the woods. Oh, it's a wisdom save. Apparently, okay. I don't. I'm not sure we did that with the fatlings because it was the first time uh, we did. done it. Uh, okay, cool. They so, did not have high wisdom. Wisdom <laughs> save, or they get charmed, basically. Okay. Um, so Henri and three. Yeah, sorry, him uh, and Lord the Contrive, people who look most dangerous, preferably. Okay. So you pick the three of the musketmen that, that you kind of imagine to like Peg as being the most capable, as well as Blanc. And they they're kind of call uh, as they see you approach. Uh, Blanc calls out, "Hold! Who are you?" Here to talk. We've got to keep ah. singing because it keeps the bird creature away. I drink whiskey where I can. Um, whiskey for my Johnny. Celestia is busy singing and it takes a minute for this to happen. Yeah, I'm so, singing this whole so, time. So, uh, Scamp, make a persuasion check. Because they obviously don't know that. <laughs> based yeah. on the oh, level. it's only a ten. Yeah. So you do an insight check for Blanc. Seems to believe you. No drawing weapons. We have these, uh, we have the guns here. If I see that man draw so much as an inch of steel, we'll, I swear we'll shoot you all. It's all right. We're a child, a musician and a merchant. Other than that, you don't have to worry about us. Speaking of merchants, Elizabeth Blanc. I have your son. He's all right, Tommy. He's all right, and it will be all right. 
Tell me how to get to Zimothy. You need to use the... There is uh, there's a magic around the town. Yes, I had worked that out from all the monsters. Here. You see, um... You see as uh, Elizabeth draws the heavy bronze steel uh, seal out from her uh, 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 from her coat. This, if you have this, it will let you walk through. You'll be able to find the way. Give, but please release Henri, and you can have the seal. Give me the seal first. You've been singing. Let's just roll to see how, whether it's been a minute. Not quite been a minute yet. Mm. You're still I drink it hot, I drink it cold. Um, on another subject, before we do, I know, sorry to interrupt all this, but there's a house that wants someone to live in it. Anyone open to that idea? You see several of the of the uh, of the deserters go. No, what? No, that's, that is insane. Well, see, the house isn't evil anymore because we cleaned it, so it just needs someone to make it a home and. What the fuck is he talking about? I drink it new, I drink it all. Okay, and then they make the uh, <laughs> Okay, Blanc seems to blink for a moment. Alright. Come to the campfire, release Henri. Cautiously, the three of you make your way to the campfire, and because of he rolled a natural one on that wisdom save, mm-hmm. <laughs> does put Henri down and release him. Henri immediately runs over to his mother. Do you really want to go to Jimothy? It's really not great there, you know. The monsters just keep coming. They do. They're in there. You know they come out every night through a portal to your nightmares? It's not fun. Also, they sing far too much. I'm going to start singing right now on that note. (laughs) If Celestia Uh, stops. I'm going to say, make a persuasion check. It's a straight check. Mm -hmm. Because, on the one hand, charm, advantage. On the other hand, he really doesn't want to believe you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh god um 15 it may be dangerous but there are other benefits you are as old these years with thoughts that it was dwarves that were providing your merchandise Elizabeth I would see a piece of that action He kind of looks around. You can see, however, some of the mercenaries, specifically the three that you enchanted, like, Boss, I hate this place. We should get out of yeah, here. Is it really worth it? So, so many, we have lost so many people already. You have lost you have a, a good lot singing voice, because if you don't, your lungs are going to get ripped out through your mouth. Yeah, if you stop singing, they are going to Fun on that note, because you have both been singing, you just hear... And just a shadow reaches out. I'm going to roll an attack roll for it. And grabs one of the mis- uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, of the um, uh, 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 of the deserters. Not actually one of the. Well, I'll roll a quick d8. Not one of the ones that you enchanted. <laughs> and drags just drags him straight into the woods. Mm. Into the darkness. Ah, ah, whiskey. It's a laugh. Oh, man. Whiskey. Um, I need to check whether enthralling performance is concentration or not. 
Oh, yes, one moment. Because I have something I could do, but I just, I need to check. Okay. Because uh, it, it's different weighing it up. Yeah. Um, Let me get the page open. Sorry, for you. gang. I've got no, a load of notes on it, but I don't have whether it's concentration or not, so I just need to check. That's I don't think true. it is. I don't think this should actually affect uh, it. Can't, but there we go. Uh, enthralling performance. This doesn't. Nope, doesn't say it's concentration. Right. Okay. Um. So this thing has just come in yeah. and like torn his friend's fucking face off. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, just yeah, I've just. Yeah, fuck, because that's the way it operates. It's, yeah, they just tore out the uh, bottom of jaw, lungs, throat, the lot, and have left this now bleeding hole in the middle of him. Mm. Carcass. So, You can I... see he's trying to scream, but has no physical way to do so. I'm going to look at him in the eye. And I'm going to say... What was that? Blanc. Yeah, Blanc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, you see, you really need to get as far away from here as possible put as much distance between you and this town as you can you can see what's happening it's not any better in the town and i'm going to cast suggestion okay i think he okay. yeah wisdom save already chomped so doesn't let me just check i don't know if that's allowed that's why i wanted to check yeah um, i just want to see no no it's allowed i just want to see if it gives him advantage if he has disadvantage on the save or not it would make sense. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to check the dispel description because, like, kind of makes sense, but you know, I'm setting. I don't. I'm, I'm cautious of setting a precedent which might come to bite you in the ass later. If, if uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, an entity you. does this on you. Okay, wisdom sir. I guess it won't become hostile if it fails. Just you know, mm-hmm. won't happen. Oh. What Natural it? 20. Fuck it. Shakes his head. No, this, uh... We have, we have no money left. The, the country is a shithole. This is the only way we can survive. I need Jimothy. Throw me the seal. Elizabeth. Uh, can I try his... casting something? Yes, you can. I'm going to cast command. Okay. And just say, leave. What command do you... So, the commands leave. Okay. Wisdom safe. And that was a two. Oh, good. He kind of looks at you for a moment. Having dropped Henri, no sign of anything else. Like, and just pegs it into out of the firelight into the woods. You hear... What is that? Oh, shit, shit! And several of the sing, others immediately sing. begin running. Fucking ah, And they start breaking away. Uh, all six of the remainders. They start running towards you. You hear them independently singing. Whiskey is a laugh of man. Whiskey. All the guys are like and I think we need to go. We need to oh, run. That's all is. Um, by the way, I'm yeah. starting up singing yeah. again. You start singing Let's again. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, as you... Ru- you just start running. No, the work was hard and the give way me, Give me a survival check to try and find your way. Either. Uh, can I? Oh, no, I'm not strong. So what else? Grab Henri. Yeah, uh, yeah I can grab Henri. Survival grab check. Henry. Yeah, give me a survival check. Can we help? Like, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. If uh, or, someone or who's not singing, busy singing, someone who's not singing, then I will ask you for a performance check. Okay, anyone 27. else uh, rolling, yeah, rolling I'll, survival? I'll help with survival. Oh. Okay, right, I'll roll with advantage. Yeah, yes. I do, because I'm not good at survival. <laughs> okay, 15. Okay, and your performance check? 27. 27, okay. You just keep this Jesus. song going loud and clear. Uh, it takes you a moment to, uh, to get your bearings, because this forest literally weaves around itself. Um, but Lisabeth presses the... Uh, uh, the uh, bronze seal into your hand, causing here, you'll need this to see the way uh, and you begin tracking, just trying to follow what would make sense normally uh, you feel like you're off to the west so you need to head east uh, towards you can just see the distant signs of the, uh, of the gl- glow in the sky of the sun beginning to maybe rise and start okay. running towards Jimothy uh, it brings you through the same place where the whether uh, uh, partly towards where the musket uh, where the musket men ran into, and you see five bodies hanging from the branches, nooses around their necks, Shit. stomachs slit open, and the entrails just missing. You can see following on. You can see desperate running tracks and. There is the sixth man who is, uh, you can see, has a noose which is halfway constricted around his neck and he's just managed to pull it open. Uh, and you can see he has a slash, but not deep enough to disembowel him just across his uh, his belly. It's, it's bleeding profusely and he's kind of holding, his, literally holding his gut together almost, it seems. I'm going to ding my heel up on my xylophone and give him okay, a good word. Okay, it stops the immediate bleeding, or at least staunches it. Uh, uh, he looks up. Firebolt the rope. See if I can get him down. Oh, uh, he's uh, no. The, the rope is uh, has fallen. He's on the ground. Oh, um, no, but um, actually, no, no. You're right. Actually, yeah. Fuck it. We'll say that it was like that. He's just kind of holding on with one hand, trying to avoid choking. So he firebolt. He drops to the ground. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't mean to. Oh, I've wasted that bloody thing. What that thing? was a damaging spell. Did max damage, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, shit. That was, um, thing, oh, but, didn't yeah. need to do that. Oh, That's oh. alright. Never mind. Um, so he, but the, the, that rope just burns, you know, blasts away. Um, and you see, see here. Where'd he, he go? He points up into the trees. You've got, he, he left me a life to bear a message. He told me to spread it as far as I can. Run. You've got to run. Run as fast as you can. It's the only way to escape him. The gallows man! And he strabbles to his Bugger feet that. and begins running into the woods. Singing, uh, just singing desperate nursery rhymes under his breath, but just trying to get out of these woods as fast as he can. Fuck. we got to check and see if fight is uh, alright. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. keep singing. We've got to get on rehab. Yeah. You run back, and with the with the Jimothy seal in hand, the forest makes sense again. Like it works like normal forests for you, uh, causing which you kind of suddenly realise it hasn't been up to this point. This forest has been weird and confusing up until you tried uh, until you have this seal in your hand, uh, and you finish managed to trek back to the edge of the uh, town. You can see. Uh, Fighty is kind of standing by the gate, uh, but he has several kind of scratches and slashes 
uh, on him. He looks like he's been in a fight. Um, but, like, he comes up. Bastard got what away! Happened? Fuck. Um, is everybody else okay? Did he get anyone else no, here? No, didn't go for anyone in... Wrong. French, yeah. <laughs> honey, honey, didn't go for anyone else in the town. I get the feeling he couldn't. Probably something out there that stops, that's pre- looking after the Jimothys. Get a good he shot. He didn't have a seal, he couldn't get in. Well, he's gone out there now, and he, and he points towards the woods. Uh, is he constrained by the same rules as everything else? Is he stuck in these woods? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he can get out uh, those uh, of the woods if he uh, and work his way across land. If he can get to a town, he can probably stay there until a f- portal f- uh, forms naturally. They often do, if only for a, uh, for a few minutes at a time. And if you're... Things from the Dreamfold can sense where they'll turn up. Much better than I can. Right. How far could he have got? Uh, how long ago was he here? Uh, I... He managed to... He came out about... Uh, came out about an hour after the... Uh, after the portal opened... Took a swing at me. I tried to stop him, chase him into the woods for a way until he lo- until he managed to lose me. And I'm not okay. good at tracking through woods. I came back here to make sure that try and stop anything else that might come out in case anything out else got a smart idea. Out of character question. Yeah. Would Stringer Smith count as human or undead in his current form? You do not know. I was going to try and um, uh, track him using uh, uh, Hunter's Sense, but if if he's not, strictly speaking, human, it won't work. Mm. Worth mm. a crack. He's not even the really undead anymore. He's a thing from dreams. Uh, yeah. Just check the wording of that. Mm-hmm. So... As you as you make your way through uh, back in, uh, Omri is being actually held by his mother. <laughs> he's a bird who's holding on to him tightly. We're safe. Omri, it's okay. We are safe here. And look, she points up and you can see the light of dawn, the first rays of dawn have started to spill over the horizon, uh, covering until it just reaching over. And as they strike the gate, you see the multicolored portal fade, leaving only the stone archway beyond. You see, it is day. We'll be okay. Oh, my I'm, I'm so scared. I'm so shh, shh. She holds him to her chest. It will be okay. What do we do? Do we track him? Well, I'm passing on Ray some sweets first <laughs> before I do anything else. And well, we kind of looks at a sweet and then sticks it into his mouth and sucks on it aggressively. <laughs> he should help. be easier to track during the daytime. And if we can get back here, uh, th- um, and he can't, we've always got a place to retreat to. True. I think we need to talk to the Chancer because we can't necessarily get back here without a token. Elizabeth, also, could we borrow your seal for a bit if we can't get one uh fighty kind of looks up he won't be coming back here now that he's he out of it why 
now that he's out into the forest, the weaver won't let him. She's not likely going to let him get back towards the gate. If he wants to get back to the Dreamfold, which he'll need to do eventually, but if he's got food, he can survive for a time out here, especially if he's eaten people too. He's going to need to get to a settlement of some sort. City would be best, but a town will do. Which Where's means... the nearest settlement to here? Uh, Elizabeth comes in. That is uh, the town at the bottom of the uh, pass. Uh, when you get out, head down the mountain to uh, uh, Son Exuberi. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, that would be the nearest uh, town. It is where I have uh, left uh, my, uh, my guards. Right. If the pass is uh, clear enough and the remainder of the snow has melted, we should be able to uh, head here there during the day today. Well, I suppose if the snow hasn't melted, he's not got any further than that, has he? So mm. that might be a good bet. Could we leave? Could we leave soon? I have. Uh, let me get my things from the uh, inn, and I'm ready to go now. Uh, come on, Henry. We will get our things, uh, and they quickly run and do so. Uh, fighting next to the rest of you. Well, well, I'm as keen to get back to civilization as the rest of you, and away from this place. Yeah, I don't like it here. All right. All right. I always thought a town where everybody sung would be fun, but this was just sort of unnerving. Sinister. You Mm. gather your things together and head back into the woods with uh, Elizabeth in tow, and as you do so, the woods are quiet and peaceful and serene by light of day. They don't have strange and confusing geography. Nothing attacks you. There's very calm and peaceful wildlife. And after a couple, an hour of travel, you're easily able to make it out of the woods to the edge of the pass where it rises, where the valley rises up to one of the mountain passes. And you can just see some work has been done to shovel the pass out, but enough of the snow has melted there that you can that you can see a way to travel through. I can just chuck firebolts as well. And yeah, easily melt it easier. As you're stepping out, you uh, find yourself crossing over to the very edge of this valley. Looking back down, you can see there is the whole valley just seems to be forest. The whole, just a forested vale, no sign of the town of Jimothy. But at the very, at the very, at the very base of the ridge, you see a figure. Um, Just there for a moment, and he smiles and bows as you turn before you, uh, far too far away to really approach before you turn and carry on in an orange hat uh, with a bright yellow bow and a purple. long purple frock coat different facial features to Jimothy Chanter just takes his hat off bows and as you turn and make your way out the words of a song carry up through the air to the mountain pass it's time now to leave for our tale is done a few words before you go. You've helped us a lot. 
We hope you had fun, and we just want you to know. Thank you for playing along with always, strange as they may seem to you. Thank you for listening to our songs today. There's one last thing now to sing true. So as you depart to return to your quest, take one last message from me. Farewell, my friends, may you have fair seas and natural twenties. We had fun in Jimothy, but we're done in Jimothy. It's time to return to our tale. But though you leave Jimothy, you'll carry some Jimothy in your heart and your song without fail. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcimere. No kraken, storm or spell will we fear, so come along with me, my